In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. Welcome to So Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey, the podcast where we cover all the pop culture we love to hate, from the classic reality TV moments of the past and present to the latest Daily Mail headlines and everything in between. We'll dive into all the infamous and notorious messes you can't stop watching. I'm looking at you, Jax Taylor. I'm your host, Ryan Bailey. Welcome to an all-new episode of So Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey. This uh, this is a two-parter, and you might say, Ryan, why why I, you I didn't hear the first part? Did I miss something? Yeah, you did. So stop right now and go over to a podcast called She Speaks Bravo, where we just did something. We did the impossible. They said it couldn't be done. They said, can you take a forty-three-minute season two Vanderpump Rules reunion and make it two hours? And we did. And we 
I, who knows where this is going to take us? Because I got to tell us, there were just pearls of wisdom that was being dropped right and left from Emily and myself. And I mean, we truly, we, we, the nostalgia element, we, I think psychologically, we're breaking down these characters so intensely. And now in this, we're just going to make fart jokes where that was where the good stuff happened. And now, no, we're going to do part two of the reunion, but I want to tell you about our guest. If you are joining this uh, without knowing her, of course, you know her already. You probably follow her Instagram account. She speaks Bravo, which I think is just amazing. I am truly jealous of her video uh, editing <laughs> skills. Her thoughts are are like I was saying, like I will say a lot of snarky things and she says a lot of smart things. I mean, she's still really funny, but there's a difference there. Also, she is on, uh, I don't know, do we call it record label? Oh, what do we, she's on my podcasting label too. We're with iHeartRadio slash Cloud 10, which is a division of iHeartRadio. So it's always good. And I, I just wanted to point out too, is that some people will always be like, why have other podcasters on? Doesn't that take away from you? And I've always said, no, it at there is room for everybody in this. If if I have an opinion on something, I love when somebody else has a different opinion. In fact, we had a different opinion on Sheena on the first part of this. And that's what's exciting. There's room for everybody in this. As long as you work hard and like really, and you, and, and our guest does, she busts her ass. And that's what I think it really does for all as silly as this comes off. There is so much hard work involved. This is harder than anybody's ever worked at Sir in their lives <laughs> is what, you know, and, and I'm not saying this is, uh, rocket science, but at the same time, I think we both truly have the same passion for these things. And it's always good. It's always good to meet new people and hear new voices because my podcast, like her podcast, it can sometimes be long form and you you might need to take a break from it. Sometimes you only have so many hours in the day, but it's also like, the thing is the door is always open here. You come back, you leave, you come back, you leave, go listen to other things too. Don't ever live in a vacuum. And I know I'm being way too serious for a funny show, but I always just want to make that point is the more voices, the merrier, the more we can drive each other to be better and to actually, you know, I'll, I'll be inspired by her posts or something. She said, you know, is, is, we talked about flat out copying and seating each other. I'm like, we just don't do, but like, you know, you can always kind of notice if you're in that, what, you know, but my next guest does not do that. She has all of her own opinions, which is just <laughs> amazing. And she's killing it. The podcast is called She Speaks Bravo. And what do we do before we even start this? Well, we, we always go to there. I'm going to give you a second. Okay. She Speaks Bravo. You're going to type that into Apple Podcasts or Spotify, right? Okay. Have you gotten there? Good. Okay. Yeah. Apple Podcasts takes a little bit longer. You're going to hit subscribe, right? Then write without even thinking, consider this is like me being a cult leader, hit five stars on the review, hit five stars immediately because we've already put two and a half hours into this and we're about to do more, not more than two and a half hours, but about to do another thing right here. So that is a lot of time and energy and the freest, easiest thing that you can do, because I got to tell you, we, you know, I am so lucky to be able to do this for a living, but I'm, I'm, I'm not, uh, I'm not living like a housewife. You guys, I'm not <laughs> living. Like, I mean, we're, we are, I, I'm still month to month and I, I'm sure Emily is a lot of the same way. So you want to make it so that people, uh, can, can, we can get out there. We can get our names out there. And I, I, I I'm honest with you guys about that. Five-star reviews actually do help. Uh, they actually put you on placement. They put you on suggestions. Uh, so never think that you have great power as an audience. And I always say that use it wisely, use it for people 
that you love, good-hearted people that make you laugh. Uh, I, I always say that. So today, without further ado, somebody that I admire very much that is busting her ass over the last couple of years, and I think it is truly paying off. Uh, Emily Hanks, welcome to the show. God, I was I could not wait. I'm like, give me a Ryan Bailey intro. I yeah, I was like, I need it. Started. Uh, she grew up as a young woman in the <laughs> land of. Yeah, no. I mean, listen. What uh, before we're going to jump right into this in a second, but I just want to say, why are you doing this? Why put yourself not this podcast, Good but question. why are you doing podcasting in general? What led you to podcasting? And because I think you see above all people because you put out multiple episodes a week. This stuff is, it's very time consuming. Why are you doing this? It started as a therapy exercise. Uh, I, I had just, my confidence was in the gutter and my therapist at the time was like, I think you just need to do it. I was talking about doing a podcast. Your forever. therapist was like, do a pod. Oh, okay. You were talking about doing it. Mm-hmm. I was like, wow, that's wild. A th- yeah. You have therapists out there encouraging podcasts. Right? Yeah. Let's let's get, let's get therapists to not encourage podcasts. But you totally. wanted to do one. You wanted yeah. to do one. I'd been talking about it, talking about it, talking about it, but like that imposter syndrome that like, who cares about my voice, yep. that whole, like just no self-confidence coming out of totally. the pandemic. And my, my, my uh, mental health was in the gutter. And I, I did it just as a, like a practice in growing my self-confidence. And I did like maybe five episodes and was like, this is weird. I don't, <laughs> my <laughs> mental health is much worse. Uh, <laughs> it's like, not helping. Yeah. What is the point? Who cares? <laughs> uh, I was like, am I just talking to myself in my room with the microphone? And it was yeah, actually, that's really what it hard. is actually. Yeah, yeah. That's what it is. And it was like when you, ha- when my self-confidence was so low, like having to edit the episodes was really hard. Cause I was like, Oh, I hate my voice. I hate everything about this. It was a really big challenge. So I stopped for a while thinking no one really cared. Cause it's like, who even listened to this? I was like, like, I didn't even check to see how many people listened to it. I was like, if anyone listens, cool. If not, I'm not even looking into it. And then I got a few people messaging me being like, are you ever going to do your podcast again? Because I liked it. And I was like, really? And I was like, well, maybe not. Probably not. I don't like. I didn't like it. And then someone, a, a friend who I've made through my Instagram account was like, no, I'm, I'm telling you, you should do it. Like you actually are good at it. You should try it. So I and that and that person, up. by the way, was Meryl Streep. And she said, she said, you gotta bitch. You better get work. off your yeah. get off your ass. And Kim work. Kardashian, Kim said, Kardashian yeah. said. Uh, and so then I said, OK, look, what if I actually put effort into it Uh-oh. and not what, just do wait, what's effort? effort. I know. Wow. wow. Because I knew how much work it went into one episode a week. And so I was like, what if I actually did what I like to do, which is a full recap, like take one episode and do a full recap, much like you do. Yeah. Um, or but watch what crap watch what crap is like, all like the, I know, liked yeah. that. Like I liked yeah. that form of it. Cause at first I was trying to like squeeze a bunch and do like light. I liked doing like almost line for line readings. It's the, yeah, you know, it's the old yeah, actor yeah. in me. Yeah. Uh, and so I said, that's going to be a lot of work, but I said, just, just try it. And so I, I kept doing it and was, I don't know what made me keep doing it. I just enjoyed, 
I, it's like, you know, just I just enjoyed doing it. I don't really know what else it was. It was like absolutely a ton of work. I had to, you know, learn as I went to learn how to like edit things and and just, you know, all this all, all the technical stuff you had to learn. Yeah. Um, but I all the stuff I had to learn, I enjoyed like learning how to make the promos. I had to YouTube a lot of things like how to edit videos and how to do the stuff I liked. Um, but I just kept doing it because I liked it. Honestly, that's all it was. I just yeah. enjoyed doing it. Um, and then when cloud 10 reached out, I was confused. Like I was literally like, do they have the wrong person? <laughs> uh, and so it was, it was truly an honor. I will say, I will say it. <laughs> I was like, okay, why? And so Sim Sarna is the, uh, owner of cloud 10 and he's, yeah. and he, he said, I like, he, and he, he said like Ryan Bailey, you guys work your asses off and you do it because you like it. And that's who we like to work with. And so I think that if you like to podcast, you like to, you like to work a lot, but you like to do this type of work. It's very specific. Uh, it's kind of, it's not lonely, but it's very like isolated. <laughs> there, there, there's very isolating. That's why it's always fun to have somebody on. And sometimes I'll do solo recaps a lot and those do really well. And sometimes those are the least fun for me, mm -hmm. especially during mm -hmm. the Beverly Hills season. I was doing like three hours solo recaps because there is this innate loneliness. You don't, but also that's why like, I'll get to a point where I'll make myself laugh, which is always kind yes. of the goal, but you're like, I'm insane. I'm yes. in a room at three in the morning laughing about something I just said that is so dumb yep. that three people will get. And then you realize, oh, there are people that actually listen to this. Mm -hmm. There are people. And that's why it's like what you said earlier that there one person reached out to you and said, no, you should keep doing this. And that's why I always say to people, it's like, I always try to encourage other people, not with podcasting, but no, no, but I try to encourage people in life in general, because all it takes sometimes is just that one comment that somebody needs to hear Yeah, because I see so much talent out there, not even in terms of just podcasting, but talent and like all these ways where I'm just like blown away that, you know, it's like, wow. And I get to play in this same sandbox. And that's why I think there's like not the only competition you really are in with yourselves. And that's yeah. not to say that you don't want to do good and you want to get better and you want to get that. But at the end of the day, it's the work that matters. And how silly is it that, that we get to say the work is talking about Vanderpump rules season yeah, two, exactly. like that's the work that matters, but it is. Exactly. We actually, I mean, I, you, you, you took, it took me two and a half hours to take the worst notes, by the way, Emily so sent excited. me her notes. Emily sent me her notes. It's all organized and all this stuff. I sent her my notes. It it looks like the Zodiac Killer. Like it was. It's, you really uh, oversold them. I'm kind of disappointed. I was really hoping for more. Well, by they're the way, still organized. Wait, wait, wait. By the way, it would have been much worse, but I knew you pot potentially had to look at them. Oh, so okay. I was okay. I usually would have written it in such a got it me scroll where like now I don't know talking to a fellow podcaster, I can like write notes where I'm like, okay, if I say chicken, I know that means uh I I, I have a weird memory where I can memorize like the monologue about a chicken. Why am I using chicken as an example? I'm just saying. I can just write one word now and mm. usually that'll like make me remember the monologue. See, I wish I need to get to that point because I'm now getting annoyed with myself because sometimes I write such detailed notes. And so last night when I wrote my Salt Lake City notes, I was like, Emily, you don't need to write such detailed notes. You'll remember. And when I was recapping Salt Lake City earlier, I was like, I don't 
know no. what this word meant. I always there'll be great ideas that just come and go, and that's why I'm always writing things down. But still, yes. don't do it enough because you'll have this joke that'll be like, oh, I can I know where that could go in a <laughs> bit, and and then you're like, oh, there was a bit there, and I can't because you think in the middle of talking. But yes. what's so funny? You're a trained actor as well. Is that like what I had? Uh, what I found fascinating about this is that you use all the tools that I was taught as an actor is that you prepare so much so you can let it all go. Yeah. Like, so you can be in the (laughs) middle of a recap and go on a whole nother rant that you never thought about. And you're, you know, that's what it's like. You're prepared enough to let it go. Wow. That is so accurate. That is so fucking true because that is truly how I prep my notes. And I'll think like, I know I don't need this much, but just in case, because once I get into the recap, once you're in the recording, you need to just have that all there in case you need it. Cause when like today failed experiment, I did not have enough of my prep notes and was like, I'm not doing this again. I'm just going to (laughs) take longer to write the notes out. All right. Yeah. Well, that's, I mean, it's, it it, it is, you guys, that's what I always try to explain the note taking process. And now I have a couple of people that help me sometimes. And it is fun watching them realize the misery that you go through in taking notes because it is such a, I mean, just most people don't write these things out like their plays and even transcription services. Cause you're like, Oh, do a transcription service. It doesn't, they, they get half the things wrong. They don't really, you get characters, right? So you're always like, they're just, it's like one big monologue Mm-mm. that they never specify. So it doesn't work the way that you hoped it would work when like, I was like, going around transcription services. So you really just truly have to do it. So we did it. We just did a very, I think, hysterically funny and yet meaningful one on She Speaks Bravo. So I want you to go listen to that so you can come here now and catch up where we, we, uh, we join in progress part two of the VPR reunion. Uh, Like we said over there, they're actually filming not at a studio, but inside the restaurant, uh, we have our cast of characters. Like in just front a, of the bar. Like in right front of the bar. I mean, like they are the really bar. in front of, this is a multi-use facility. And I do wonder if Lisa got a tax break at all for like. Oh, 100%. Like, like, you know, uh, use that as a, I also uh, filmed something there so I can use that on my uh, taxes. Um, also at Sir, I always just got to say this with Sir, Sir, is making such a mistake. I always, I say this like once every month, they need to make it like the rainforest cafe in there where every yes. 15 minutes, the lights go down, the Vanderpump rule themes comes on. They shoot out smoke, which is like bad menthol cigarettes that Dodie would smoke and like, make it seem like an experience that you're in. Like, da, 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 da. wouldn't you be excited if you had like a big tree with all of their faces on it that like kind of moves around like they could be the rainforest cafe uh you because by the way sexy unique restaurant ain't sexy or unique mm-hmm. anymore mm-hmm. and it barely like i don't emily did you ever read that lawsuit where the lady like literally shit yes. her brains out at the table and yeah like, head spun around or something yes no it's like the the days of sir are over and so they need to lean into it as like the novelty that it is so what you just said like yes. make it an attraction make it it's like it's a circus you not you like no one goes there to really who's eat, taking okay? who's taking there on a someone on a first date without the show involved right like nobody's going like tonight let's uh get the sexy unique re- this sexy unique restaurant looks interesting what a good menu and i i'm sorry you can talk goat cheese balls all day long i'm glad right? stassi likes them but they all like this is how 
funny Van Sir is. They'll only give you three goat cheese balls. And I'm like, three, so you're two yeah. people. Like, yeah. who gets the third goat cheese ball? It's yeah. always an argument. Yep. And this the food is, you know, like she'll sabotage these, is what that is. She'll do these scenes in the kitchen and be like, Ricardo, maybe a little more spice. Yes, yes. Now I hate those scenes. Suitable. I hate and then them. Taste their food, and it's not there's for for a restaurant tour. It just seems like she's better at a reality as a reality star than a restaurant tour, even though she opens all of these restaurants. But without the TV element, like which one do you like? You've been to Tom Tom and Sir, right? Tom Tom's fun. Tom Tom's okay. Sir is a dark experience. Yeah, Sir, Sir's okay. So my For everyone ta- involved. Yeah, yeah. I I went to Sir the. I mean, I went to Sir years ago now, over five years ago at least. And Katie was working when I was there. That's how long ago it was. And Sir is one of those places where when you get there, you're like, oh, there's like black light, like it. There is like purple hued light, and when you get closer and closer to everything, you're like, this is very cheesy prop looking decor it's 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 like i always say it's planet hollywood it's like yeah. it's planet hollywood without the props like yeah uh, lean into the planet hollywood of this because you're just doing like 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 this is like you know this isn't prince's wet dream you know like he would he would think it was tacky and he loves purple like the yes. overuse of the lighting the overuse of the the it just it, it, i don't know it's there's so many things really wrong tacky. with it that i find it interesting the only reason that it survived this long is because of the show. Mm-hmm. And that's why I always find it interesting in later seasons, how they still try to jam sir into it because you're like, guys, let Tom it Tom go is so much better in every way. They every put some way. money into it. The food is, you know, like, and I find it interesting that like, then sir is like the, now the sad forgotten, uh, you know, if you get a job at Sir, it's not great. If you get a job at Tom Tom, that's cool. If you get a job at Schwartz and Sandy's, that's the new kid on the block. Yep. Which I, I went to Schwartz and Sandy's for the first time last week, and I met the uh, the starting to the manager and all that stuff. Like they're cast members this season. Good. I mean, good, but it's like, well, I mean, good, and it's it's hard for me to let new characters into my heart. I don't. Know I get it. I get it. I get it. Um. Also, uh, what is your, before we get into this recap, what's your favorite show on Bravo right now? Oh, right now. Ooh, 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 right now. Ooh, uh, mm, Potomac? Potomac, really. Okay, Potomac, Potomac yeah. is great. Potomac is amazing. Mine's Winter House. Um, just oh, wow. because, be, well, see, but this is, it goes, if you listen to the first episode, uh, the Sheena thing surprised her, I think. But I like, <laughs> Potomac is overall a great show. It is pieced together. It's thematic. There are elements of, you know, you're, it's a real show with real people. Winter House is people damaging their livers in their 30s, and it's ridiculous. Like, there is scenes that are, you know, we're talking about squirting. We're talking about bathrooms. We're talking about how much can you drink. Craig's paying people to have the main room. It is such a bizarre David Lynchian experience where Potomac, to me, is what we look for in a classic good housewives show but sometimes coming off the beverly hills season winter house is my favorite because i needed this tawdry refresher after beverly hills i take it back family karma 
That is amazing because Family Karma doesn't get nearly the amount of attention that it should. It's in its third season. The third episode will pre- uh, premiere this Sunday. Um, and it's one of those things that you could really easily, I said this with Real Girlfriends in Paris last week, you guys, is that the streaming now with Bravo, the app, or even just on your cable service, you you can watch all 10 episodes of Real Girlfriends in Paris in a day. You can yep. go back to the first season of Family Karma. You can catch up really quick. Very so short these seasons. are things that are worth actually because they're great shows. I'm going to be recapping Family Karma. I'm, I re- I'm replacing Potomac with Family Karma. You, why are you not wanting to recap Potomac? Uh, but, the, you know, the fandom of Potomac really does connect with the topic of colorism. And I just don't think that I'm the right voice to address it or not address it. And so it yeah. I ha- I'm highlighting black content creators instead. I felt really it just felt wrong of me to be like, I'm not going to address it because I can't. Um, yeah, that no, that's really I mean, I didn't because I was going to do a Potomac recap. It wasn't that, you know, like I was, it's yeah, things get busy and all this stuff, but like, I didn't want to be, cause I, I watch Potomac every week, but that is an interesting aspect of it, of how are you able to speak on something if, you know, but at the same time, I feel like there's elements of Potomac that you can speak on, but there are certain yes. issues that it's like, nobody wants to hear a white straight dude talk about what it means to like, what is colorism? What it means yeah. to me. It's I probably try, I, groupy. So, cause I do, I do uh, my recaps of Potomac with Kendrick, the host of reality and love Kendrick. You, he's been on a bunch you guys, you know how much I did. I yeah. think Kendrick, I just said this on a show last week. He's really one to watch. Like I yes. think he is somebody that, as time continues, if he does not give he's up, a star. we'll keep getting bigger and bigger. Yeah. No, he's a huge star. So he did Atlanta. I asked, I boldly asked if he would do all of Atlanta with me. And so he enjoyed that so much that thankfully he was, he agreed to do Potomac. But as we went into the, we did the fifth episode, we did one through five and um, the topic of colorism was becoming very prevalent and he does not want to get into that issue, but that is his right as a black man not to get into it. Um, And so I thought about it for a week because the comments were, you know, colorism is existent on this show. Uh, I think we really should get into it. And I tried to get my friend Pia, who's a black woman, to come on the show and talk about it. But she even was like, this is such a complicated issue in the black community. I don't want to say the wrong thing. I would prefer not to talk about it on do you think platform. Then it's in, do you think it's then important to have Potomac cover it even to begin with? If it's if we're not even able to, and I mean, uh, even me, you, Pia, anybody, if it makes us all uncomfortable to talk about, do you like that it's being shown on the actual show? Uh, well, I don't think it's being, quote, shown intentionally. I think that if you are a Black woman who is triggered or sees it on the show, um, so my point when I so I announced this past week when I did my my show I announced that um, after thinking about it I said I think that a it doesn't matter if I see it or not because I'll never understand it so it doesn't matter if I think I'm like I think it's there or I think it's not it doesn't yeah. matter what I think um, and me trying to say which is what I said the week prior I'm like I want to keep this focus on the entertainment factor and just focus on the storylines and do what Kendrick and I do best which is keep you guys laughing. I said, I kind of feel like that feels a little white privilege to me. And if I was a black woman, that would be my right to decide if I want to talk about it or not. But since I am white, 
I just feel like I'm going to make some space for the black women who are already covering the show, like Taria, what else is going on? Or Giselle at who asked me podcast. And I just like named a bunch of amazing black content creators and said they can choose to talk about it if they want to or not, because it's not their job to. But I just felt like I needed to step out of the way on this one since I don't have a clue how to address it. And I would just kind of do a disservice to the conversation. And so what I have learned is I listened to Taria's podcast, What Else is Going On, her most recent episode. And if you are a dark black woman, you really see it on the show. Like you really see it. I could not connect with it, but I could listen and I could learn and I could hear it. I guess it's a lot of unconscious bias that we have as humans to just, I guess, yeah. treat darker skinned people different. Yeah, no, and I mean, it, I, or darker that, hued. I should not say makes, darker skinned. I learned yeah. that one, darker hued. So I'm just, I'm learning. And this is, I think, a time for me to shut up and listen as opposed to talk. I love that. And you know what I also love is that with Vanderpump Rules, you learn nothing. Yep. Uh, season two, you absolutely <laughs> learn nothing. What it a is segue. Truly, Sorry. It is truly, no, it is truly, if anything, is just psychological torture, not for the audience, but for each other. These people, like we said in the first episode, have been put in this fishbowl at the right place in the right time. And Bravo ends up being able to profit off of it. And but exploit in reality, the fuck out of it. <laughs> in reality, these people must have deep psychological (laughs) scars from this because i always just say imagine your worst relationship being able to make money on a tv show and being there to live forever because i went back and it reignited my hatred for jacks it we reignited i you know you you all of these feelings that you forgot about came rushing back and also like we said like season 10 is coming up this is to get you guys pumped up yes. because the show had its glory days you can always say that the show will never go back to those days but we're working with potentially a lot of great storylines just through yes. social media alone and just to give you a few you've got Raquel and DJ James Kennedy have broken up uh DJ James Kennedy has a new girlfriend who we'll see okay wait um, i have a story about that i was yeah. there the day he met her the night he met her well, it was that so it was that Tom's show. And oh, I was there too then. You were there that night. Wait, wait, it was that the January show? Yeah. Yeah, I was there. Yeah. I was you on were there. I, I was on yeah, I tell the story in the podcast. I was on mushrooms and it was like the worst thing that I'd ever done in my life. I was I, there. I yeah, yeah. Well, I was and I was standing right behind Sheena and Brock and like I, I was doing uh dry you January. Were? So I did mushrooms for some reason. It was the stupidest thing I've ever done in my life. Wait, and how did I not notice you? If it's the show in January, they've done two shows at, at the one in, at the one in um Canyon club at Gore Hills. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I was how the guy, I was crazy. the guy freaking out because I was on mushrooms and like, it was like all of a sudden I was like, this is too weird. Like it feels like, cause I was watching Brock and Sheena dance and I was like, Oh, this feels like I'm in the show. Like I couldn't, <laughs> I couldn't, like I couldn't even communicate. It was, I was so right bad. there. How did so, yeah, I not fucking DJ James you? Kennedy came on afterwards yes! and imme- immediately took his shirt off, which is yeah. like <laughs> hysterical in so many ways. Cause you're not at like a stadium, you know? And like, he's like, let's come on. That was the night they met. Well, yeah, the one in January, right? That was how romantic. Yeah. That was yeah, the one in January. And, and yeah. I watched as, um, as like they were kind of talking, they were holding hands, and then at one point he went in like to the backstage behind the yeah. curtain thing, and 
I, I just happened to be standing right there. And then she tried to go back in and the security guard was like, no, you can't go back here. And then uh, she's like, no, tell James, like, tell James, I'm trying to get back here. And the guy's like, hey, James, you know her? And he's like, don't let her back here. <laughs> that was the first night they met. And he said, don't let her back here. <laughs> yeah. Wow. That's amazing. And by the way, like to want to get, and by the way, I hear this girl is nice. We'll see. Like I I don't know her personally, but it is going to be interesting because you do then automatically get, uh, you know, like, um, not star fucker, but you get that thing of, uh, you're doing it to be on the show and Raquel mm-hmm. gets accused of this as well. And that's what we're going to see on this new season, 10th season as well, because Raquel, you know, supposedly makes out with Schwartz dates, Garcelle's son dates, a series of men and really yeah. supposedly finds her voice, but I will not believe it until I see actual footage because yeah. The Raquel that I've always been around has been so I, I'm just really curious to see it. You'll have Tom Sandoval in his Boogie Nights band era, which I think is 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 awesome. You're gonna see that. And then I'm trying to think what else because there's so many good Lala stories. Rand. Lala Rand, you have Sheena getting married to Brock. You get oh, yeah. I mean, and Jax is gonna things. be there. Oh, okay, interesting. So, and this is 10 years of this. We guys, we are 10 years, and we with I treat these shows like family, and you never abandon family, but we can go back and appreciate these earlier episodes and season two reunion is amazing we left off where Kristen had stormed out you guys and she was like stop trying to make this okay and tom's like it it is okay and andy's like are you being hypocritical right now and Kristen's like yeah no what i did was fucking no sorry that's not <laughs> that's tom's voice yeah yes no no what i did was fucking wrong and tom's like Huffing and puffing and throwing yourself around in the middle of a restaurant, which, and then he turns to Ariana, by the way, you handled that with the coolest and hottest thing I've ever seen a girl do. And Kristen goes, fuck you, Tom. I'm about to walk away if this happens again. <laughs> and Tom's like, what do you want me to say? It was amazing. Like you're yelling at her, yelling at her. And like, she kept her cool. And that's when Kristen gets up and walks away. We also saw that scene at the end of the first part of this reunion, but I just wanted to do it again, just to do the Tom list. He has this little list. For I me. never noticed the list. It's a little, it's like, it's the, it's the very, very tiny and it probably doesn't exist, but that's how I interpret it. I now it. will only hear him with the lisp, it, thanks to you. And I love that this is Bravo's classic, um, we don't trust that the audience doesn't remember this scene from last week. Uh, so always. they show us this whole scene again, but it's a good scene because Kristen is fully Hurricane Doty walking out. And they always give, whenever they show this scene again, they always give you like a little extra line. Yeah. Yes. They always tell right? something that was different because Chris was like, like oh. it's happening. Fuck you, dude. And Lisa's <laughs> like, let her go. Let her go. Let her go Please. away. <laughs> and then Sheena's like, I tried. I literally tried. And Tom's like, it's constant anxiety when she's going to have a breakdown. I dealt with this our whole relationship. And then Sheena says, Sheena. I tried. See, this is what I'm telling you. She goes, I tried. I'm such a good person. I'm, which I'm I would think, such a good person. See, that's what I'm saying. That's why I love her. <laughs> when you have to state something, it takes away from it actually being true. I was amazed that she said, I thought she was kidding. I like, really thought that she was going to start laughing. No. Like, I am such a good person. That's how she views herself. She views herself as a great person. And if I could have just a, a, an iota of that kind of confidence. I, right? I would have been so much farther by now, but like, this is why I love the, the land that Sheena lives in, in her head, because also 
this is not really involving Sheena in a lot of ways, but Sheena gets herself in there. And like, um, I would think everyone in this room has seen at one point or another, I try to be there for her. I try, like we weren't talking about friendship levels here. We weren't talking about friend of the year. I I was like, why are you? Okay. Thanks Sheena. I don't know how that got involved. And then Stassi pipes up. He goes, oh, this is my problem with you now to Sheena because she goes, because I didn't have a problem. And she just like, no, not, not when we didn't talk for a couple months. And mm-hmm. Stassi's like, it made it hard to reach out to you when you're such good friends with Kristen and Jax. Uh-huh. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's insane. Wait, did you just hear some weird audio pop in? No. Oh, okay. All of a sudden, I, I never mind. So was it your AirPods? Hear- Maybe it was. I'm like hearing voices in my. Okay, no. Okay, Ryan, uh, 525, cut. Okay, um, okay. So Stassi's like, it made it hard to reach out to you when you're such good friends with Kristen and Jax, and Sheena's like, I'm not such good friends. Yeah, Jax and I have been friends for a while. Yeah, the whole Cabo thing pissed me off, you know. But you and I were extremely close. You were there the night I fell flat on my, oh my face God, and yes. knocked out my fucking teeth. <laughs> You saw me with blood all over my face, screaming hysterically, and you couldn't just fucking text me to see if it was okay. And that's why I don't give a fuck anymore. You don't care about me. I just don't care. When she, I mean, you can tell she is done. She has given all she can give to Stassi. Don't you imagine Sheena just in like full carry blood over her? Yes. Like just pouring blood. Like that's the Sheena shirt somebody needs to make. Of yes. like, I was pouring blood. You saw me. First off, still, I always wonder in those occasions when somebody trips and falls, you can't help but laugh. So I'm like, I'm wondering if I saw that. Like at first I'd be like, oh, oh, and then realize when she pops up with blood, like, oh shit. Oh but shit. I, Stassi, I love is classic Stassi is like, um, you know, sorry you fell on your face. Yeah, she's like, I guess. and she's like, yeah, yeah. Mm, I mean, yeah, I might have been, but like, you were also kind of mean to me too, a little bit. <laughs> like, she was nothing like, she to, just I talked says to Katie. I talked to Katie about it, but I just can't. And then you guys, Kristen has gathered herself. <laughs> Kristen, what I the the way Kristen enters rooms is very amazing. She, wait, wait, do what? Is, well, how do you how do you view Kristen entering room? Because uh, I have a what? Do, how do you how do you? She just she always like enters the room like she's just like it's, she always it's 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 it's, it's, it's chin like, it's, first. Yes, it's like it's, it's like it's always chin. It's like uh she's uh. always like, oh my god, oh my god. Like there's a, such an energy, like when she walks in a room, <laughs> I would have killed darkness. Like at some point, the producers, I know it's probably not legal, but like they should have just let her smoke on stage. Like, wouldn't you love <laughs> Jody with like a cigarette of like Chain just like smoking. furiously chain smoking and like putting it on the ground. Like, and also I, remember, I, remember at Cavo, she was doing like she was doing shot after shot of tequila. She was pouring them in like little like a champagne flute, I think. <laughs> I love when people drink uh, purposely because they're angry or hurt and they binge. They're like, I'm going to show you how crazy I am right now. This is how much I'm going to put in my body. Like this is, do you see this? Do you see how crazy I am? Oh, my I love, God. I truly love when people do that. So um, Kristen walks out and Sheena's like, you should have stayed in touch with me to Stassi. Kristen immediately sees Ariana and Tom holding hands on her knee. And Kristen goes, please stop. Have a little bit of respect for me. And you don't need to be all over each other. And I'm like, what? 
And I, it's just a funny thing that like they're, they stay holding hands because like at this point for them to let go would be a weird choice. Cause like, then yeah. it would mean Kristen has told them to. So like now they have no choice, but to continue holding hands, but it, it's <laughs> like, it's such a weird situation it, also, to put it's, them in. It's just, they're not, he's not finger blasting Ariana. He's it's holding like, her hand. Like there's nothing sexual about this. And like, yeah, and Christian, I'm going to even blow your mind further. They're dating and you found out in the first episode, there's no, like the hand thing is what did it. Like, I can't take that visual representation. <laughs> but now they're just like, yeah, we're here. We are. We're holding. It's just a very, like they can't let go. Cause it's Ariana. Ariana's a sane person. So she's like filtering this through a mostly sane person's head. So yeah. she's just like, I don't know what to tell you. I mean, like, you know, we're dating. I don't know what, you know. Um, I bet because it would be great if Dodie like kept texting them all night. I bet you guys are humping right now, aren't you? Stop it. Um, I do wish also for supplemental materials with Bravo is that like I always want. Like I say all the time, I'll pay extra for supplemental material. Like I wish they would give us access to all of their phone texts that that day of the reunion and afterwards. Like, wouldn't you love to hear the conversations of like Dodie? Like, like who's Dodie texting afterwards? Like, I think in my mind, Dodie even texts Jax or like one more time for, for old time's sake. Like, oh you my god, I'll let I'll let you kiss me this time. <laughs> I bet Jax was like, ew, never. Yeah, I would never just... kiss you. I'll just stick it in. <laughs> That's it. Uh... Penetration only. But Tom fires back with, you did bang a guy I just moved in with on my bed. And Kristen's like, I'm just asking to be fucking respectful <laughs> while we're doing this. And so she has literally no leg to stand. There's no Nothing. leg to stand on. Like, it's like. She should have brought his condom. Like, Here's your fucking condoms if you care so much. Mm -hmm. Like, and Tom's like, I'm just holding her hand. Um, and uh, Tom, yeah, Tom goes, be respectful. I didn't go after your friends or try to bang your friends like you did. Yeah, and dude. she, Sheena goes, he's not, he, he, he's not groping her, Kristen. Like, he's, he's being respectful, Kristen. I have to yeah. agree with Tom. Yeah, but then this is the best. Go. <laughs> Uh, he goes, I don't need them holding her hands in front of me, Sheena. It fucking hurts. It hurts. And then Andy goes, Tom, do you have regrets sticking in the relationship <laughs> as long as you did? You, and then he goes, you obviously both love each other very much. And I'm like, it's the most confusing question, wait. Andy. I was like, Andy, wait, what, what are show you are you doing? watching? Like, what do you, wait, you obviously love each other. Yeah. You should, it's like you obviously were in a very long relationship. Like, love would not have been the word I would have used. Okay. First, it was just a funny question to ask. Like, do you regret staying in the relationship so long? Funny. But then you obviously love each other very much. I'm like, Andy, this, what? Andy, Andy, who hurt you? Who's loved what? you? Like, what do you consider <laughs> love, Andy? Why like, did you say who, that? What has John Mayer done to you, Andy? Like, this is not, <laughs> this is not. What has John and, Mayer? I have so many questions about that friendship. So many. That's another one. On the first episode, I said, there's no doubt that Andy's seen Jack's dick in my head. No, not There's at all. also no doubt, nor should there be shame or like, but I do believe Andy and John have had a physical relationship at some point. I also believe that John, that does not make him gay. I believe John also loves women very much. Mm -hmm. So don't get on me. But I do believe there has been 
a section. I, I, I'll, if, if heaven exists in my the heaven machine, and that I always think in my head, like you get to know answers, like you can know who kills John Bonet, you can know, like, you know, that's one of the ones that I would want the answer to have they had a sexual relationship. And I think mm. it's definite, yes. I mean, he, Andy has some interesting friends like Kelly yeah. Ripa. Yeah, Kelly. And, you know, Kel, uh, a fun Andy fact, Andy admitted on Stern once that he did have a threesome with one, a, a girl and a guy that was, that were his friends. And in my head, that's Kelly, Kelly and Mark. Mark. Yeah. In my head, like, but he did admit to that. And I think actually he talked about it in one of his books. So I do think that's so. Did he ever outwardly deny that it was Kelly and Mark? I don't know if he was directly asked that question, which would be great. The the time I get to ask Andy anything, I just hit him yeah. immediately. Like, there's no, like, it's just like, hey, did you fuck Mark and Swallows once? Like, I would just want to know I the hard stuff. I feel like you're onto something here. And by the way, that's that's fine. But, like, I just know that I am so awkward every day in my own sexual <laughs> being that, like, I love Andy is so loose that he's having threesomes. He's probably hooking up with John Mayer and a bunch of dudes, probably hooked up with a few girls. Like, he's loose with things. And I'm not kink shaming because, like, oh, good on you. But I think, well, it's like Sheena. Sheena is the same. Like, Sheena says, yeah, man, I used to date football players, basketball players. I, I've been in threesomes. I've been in this. You know, I just... I, I, as a, as a nerd, you grow up in a different way. Like, you know, when you're playing Dungeons and Dragons, the talk of threesomes isn't coming up a lot, you know? <laughs> like I was the actor That's that was skip- of the episode. Yeah. Yeah. I was <laughs> like, I don't know. Like when you were taking acting classes, I was, I would always get so nervous when we would get assigned a kissing scene where I'd get so nervous that I would not show up for classes on the night of the kissing scene. Cause I just was so nervous about having, I'd be like, Oh no, I, I you know, cause then they're going to be like, Oh no, I got to have to go up with Ryan. Like I was so in my head about it. It was I actually insane. never did an acting class where they were kissing. I never got that far in my studies. <laughs> yeah, that was that was advanced classes. Oh uh, yeah. yeah, no, I never, I never, I never, I to this day, I'm like, I don't know if I could ever do it. I'm just so immature. No, it was like so. It was always like I was like, no, I'm so immature. It, I can't. Like when I want, even when I watch things now, I'm like, how do they do this? Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh my God. They're going to yell cut at one point. <laughs> or also just even in terms of reality shows, like they're how do you. With, with a straight face, talk about banging on your, Tell me your about friend, it. banging on your bed, using your condoms. How do you do? I mean, like life, if you if you find yourself on a TV show talking about this, you've made a wrong turn somewhere. <laughs> you might have made a right turn financially for a bit of time. But overall, I think this is not going to be great psychologically for any of these people. Even when they even like what it happens on every reality show, like on Southern Charm, summer they talk about like hookups and stuff. I don't have the maturity level to talk about things like this. Oh, dude, I cannot. I used to do. We'll talk about like in terms of your format changing as you continue on in podcasting. You know where I used to do all these different segments. There was a segment called Bailey Blunders. And it was always like these weird situations that I've been in in the past where it's been like a horrible date, my fault or horrible this. And then you just realize you're like, you're sharing way too. Like, I remember sharing one that I was like, oh, I just shared way too much. And it didn't feel good. Like, I was like, oh, that doesn't feel good. And then you think about like, oh, I hope that person never, ever watches, uh, hears this podcast ever. Um, And I just can't imagine making your bread and butter 
out yeah. of your personal fodder. Yeah. Like even even just watching kissing scenes back, like when they go to the reunions and have to cut to the packages of like, oh, you guys had a fun summer. And then they have to watch the <laughs> scenes of them kissing. I'm like, I can't even look at this, you guys. I can't. <laughs> no, it's, it's, so uh, they go on and oops, uh, they uh, also wait. Would you consider your life? worthy of a reality show at any point like what year would you have been like that that year would have been a good reality show for me oh for sure oh really? okay my restaurant my early restaurant years absolutely my like when I was a server in a like my I worked at a restaurant that's no longer around but it was called senior Fred's and we (laughs) I know or senior Fred I don't think there was an STN um and we just all of us were like legitimately friends and we partied our faces off but we partied hard uh but we partied probably like these guys do problem is we weren't hot we weren't like like you have to be hot like (laughs) yeah you're you're the TGI Fridays tier of uh wait staff and all that people are fucking models so you know they like we didn't have that going for us but um, I also, I would say, but they would never allow it. I was, I, but I was, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have been a good subject for it. Um, well, maybe a little bit, but when I was, I was food and beverage manager at Soho house, West Hollywood. Whoa, that's a big, well, yeah, I, I was, I worked in restaurants for a long time. That was my, that was my career for 10 okay. years. Um, because I quit acting and was like, you know what? I don't like this, but I love restaurants. And that was crazy. That was the very until the pandemic hit and I was and like the world stopped I was able to go I hate this actually and so I switched (laughs) I switched gears but uh that would have been an epic reality show because there were so many departments and everyone was gorgeous and like the members that would come in were like celebrities and so that would have it was a, a total sell but they would never do it because it's a members only club ah uh, I, I, I love nightclubs. That's why I think the show actually were, I mean, I did love nightclubs, but I love not having to go to a nightclub, but still seeing the chaos of a nightclub. Yep. And that's what I love. And these guys are like, nobody's a brainiac on Vanderpump rules. I mean, Ariana probably is the smartest one yes. of this gang. Stassi's smart, but in a different kind of way, totally. but also they, some of the ladies and the guys, especially have egos bigger or as big of the uh, real housewives, you know? Yep. And I think that's interesting. So Anyways, they did this as long as you did, obviously, uh, Andy's like, you did love each other, obviously. And there's a big pause. And Tom goes. <sighs> like there was like, it's like a really loaded sigh from Tom. And Tom's like, I think I had hope that things would change. You know, that maybe she would stop with these breakdowns and self-destructive behavior. I felt it's psychological problem. You can read the symptoms for BBT, B, BPD, oh, yes. Kristen. It describes your actions to a T. And they cut to Kristen and she has this smile. Like, yeah. she's like this what, huge. Wasn't scary that such smile. a weird cut? Like, it was like, because <laughs> you don't, you're not sure when they cut away to things like that, if that was actually what the face she was making when that was what he was saying. But I'm like, what a choice. Like, was I, that? I love there's was like that a, to prove that she actually has BPD. When Kristen has, 
they, they should have done a split screen and have yes. one smile and one like normal face and like have like lightning or something. Um, and Tom goes, it describes your behavior. I worry about you. We had these combos together and you were supposed, you were supposed to see a, a therapist. And Kristen's like, we were in a self-destructive relationship. Absolutely. Was I that way when I was younger? Absolutely. Oh, younger. She, younger. She was, <laughs> You know, we're, you know, we were like head to head with each other, you know, running each other. Absolutely crazy. But I love when anybody goes, was I a horrible person? Absolutely. Have I been a horrible person my whole life? Absolutely. Like, I love that she fully admits it and then, but still we're supposed to pity her. Like, this is yep. not good yep. at the same time. Yeah. When you um, ask a hypothetical, when you ask like a hypothetical and answer it, like, absolutely. As if it's like, okay, that's not good. <laughs> That's all right. And Andy jumping. Hey, uh, do you feel like you're in a different place now? Chris goes, absolutely. <laughs> Andy goes, do you feel happy now? So happy. And Andy so goes, happy. You, you, you look happy. And Kristen goes, I told them a week ago, thanks for putting your foot down, Tom, and saying it's really over because I never would have left because we were so codependent. Oh my and God. Did am I mistaken though? She says I told them a week ago. Like, are yep. we this close to this situation still? Like, I told them a week ago. Like, what was that? Like, Kristen told Tom a week ago. Thanks for actually putting a stop to this relationship. I I think that she doesn't mean like it only happened a week ago. I think that a week ago she just happened to randomly be like, by the way, I just wanted to say thanks so much. Hey, P.S. Like, uh, thanks. Thank They're you. like, thank you, Kristen. Yeah. Why are you outside our door right now? It was just now? an like, excuse knock, for knock, her knock. to call. Yeah. Like, you know, no, she's, she's looking for She showed excuse. up at the door. Yeah, oh, yeah, like, there you knock, go. Knock, knock. Hey, guys, it's me, Kristen. I was just thinking, I was doing some journaling, and I just think that you, uh, thank you for uh, breaking up with me officially because it's really, I feel like it's good. Anyways, I'm going to go uh, bang one of your friends. <laughs> Can I borrow uh, a condom? Yeah. By the way, bud, I'm out of the condoms you left at our place. Do you? I, I I feel like you're a safe man. Also, this is also this is probably gross, but like, is San this did Sandoval wear condoms with Kristen? That's then? what I. But you know what? Doesn't that kind of prove he knew she was cheating? That's what I was thinking. Was that like there He's must like, be like Tom must have been that not trusting of her? Where yeah. He's like. Don't know what I'm going to catch, you know? Yeah. He was like, yeah, you're not, you are not faithful. So wrapping it up. Or did Christian go the other way and go, I don't know where you've been. I don't trust you. You better use a condom with me. Like what if she reverse psychology did knowing that she was cheating? Or, or, or when he would use a condom, she'd be like, why are you using condoms, Tom? What have you been doing? <laughs> Just, it could go, uh, it could go God. in circles forever. And uh, Andy goes, uh, um, Sheena, does she seem happy now? And Sheena starts tearing up in I Sheena just, fashion. Just, like, this is like Sheena. She goes, I think she's in a happier place. And I think Tom and Ariana are in a happy place. As hard as it is, we did make up. And these are two of my best friends. Like, it's so hard for me to be in the middle of this. But I'm honestly, and I'm sorry to say this, I've never seen Tom so happy. The <laughs> smile on his face. He's smitten. And Ariana is so happy. But I love the phrasing of, I don't want to be in the middle of this. Like, she is. <laughs> actively involved in this and why is she crying like she's active she this is hurting this is tearing her she's feeling more pain than anybody in this situation oh my god and Kristen goes 
guess what, Sheena? That's how we were five and a half years ago. Oh, yeah. And that she, is the perfect line. <laughs> Sheena goes, I didn't know you then. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> like I, might, I don't, that could be true. I didn't know you then. I cannot Tom, corroborate that. And Tom goes, it's different, Kristen. And Sheena's like, Kristen, when you and I hung out recently, you seemed happier. And Andy, of course, going, hey, we're going to switch gears for a I second. I love the switch gears. Love uh, switch gears. Yeah, it's always like, well, let's put that on pause. We're going to get over to this <laughs> other topic. Jax, one of the oddest moments was when you wound up in jail. So what exactly happened? And, and see, Jax just has the time of his life when they bring up shit like this. He's like, yeah, he's like, let's go to this. He's like, oh, he goes, me. He goes, which time? He's like a total bad boy. He's like, which, t- which time are you talking about? You which know? time? Because I've been there a lot. <laughs> there was a time where I thought I was like, really try to give theory to could Jax pull off like a Dexter, like serial killer, you oh. know, because he's like, comes off as such oh, a yeah. like, well, I don't know. I don't even pay my bills. But at yep. the same time, he's like secretly living, oh. not just a double life in cheating, but just a double, double life oh. of soci- sociopathy, you know? Ryan, I have said multiple times that if they were like, uh, Five bodies uncovered in the backyard of Jax Taylor. I'd be like, I am not surprised. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> no, no, I was going to make. Nope. Not going to make a joke. OK. Um, <laughs> anyways, yeah, I can see. I I just sometimes find it hard. Like I, Jax. Because here's what Jax does. Jax just watches other people. And this is another thing of sociopaths watches other people and then really copies what they do and says what they say. I did this TikTok a long time ago. I think it was like a year ago where Jax is a Netflix lover. Jax, if you thought he's always watching the new thing on Netflix, always giving his opinion, loves, loves true crime, loves to like, he's a real entertainment geek. And Kanye West did a guest spot on the uh this week with or my next guest is with david letterman on netflix and kanye west in that interview says yo like you know my brain it's swollen like you you know like what are you going to take medicine you got to let it heal you got to let it heal naturally my brain is bruised and like what do you do with a bruise you let it heal kanye says this i shit you not the next season Jax literally says my brain is bruised it's got to heal you gotta and i was like that motherfucker, I know, watched that episode with Kanye, took it and ran with it because I yep. like he was he was self-diagnosing himself because Randall, even then at one point, Ugh. like tried to pay for therapy yes. for Jax. And it came out of the reunion that he never went. Lala was like, Rand set up appointments for you and you never went. Didn't he say it was like a tire, like a tire blew out? Didn't he come up with like car trouble too as the excuse? I'm, I'm sure this guy's had more car trouble. It's always car trouble. Like, yeah. Um, so Jax is like, which time? And Andy's like, how many times have you been to jail? And he goes, quite a few. Mm-hmm. And Lisa goes, recently, Jax. And she goes, he goes, ah, oh, probably five times. And Andy's like, for what? Bullshit. Just, just, he goes, just stupid. I killed a hobo. Uh, yeah, no, he, goes, <laughs> he goes just stupid stuff drunk you know public fighting duis and andy's like wow like andy's kind of turned on he's like wow great oh, andy is so turned on it's yeah, unbelievable like, you're a you truly are a bad boy <laughs> and he's like so what happened this time and jacks goes well i didn't get my insurance yet and my license was suspended and then we get a flashback to the show and it says he tells him it was a warrant from when he was 24. And Andy goes, you told a different story on the show. 
And Jax goes, oh, maybe, maybe I'm not, maybe it was a different time. Maybe I'm thinking about a different arrest. So he's already getting caught in a lie. And Stassi uh-huh. goes, I've had a theory, uh, Stassi says, that I think something serious happened. And now, and now I know I'll never get the truth. And Andy says, you describe jail as not that big of a deal experience. And he goes, <laughs> I've been so many times. It's, you know, like, just... it's not that big of a deal. And he goes, did you have to get to know your roommate in jail or were you in the orange jumpsuit? And he goes, LA County, it's blue. And oh. Andy goes, bet it made your eyes pop. Oh my like, God. God. Like, oh my God, dude. And and Jax goes, it did. And Andy goes, did anyone make you their bitch? And Jax goes, no. And then Stasi goes, cause I wasn't there. And then everybody has a good laugh. And I'm like, hey, oh, okay, we're just laughing. About this jail. is just, this is what makes it Vanderpump rules, Vanderpump rules, early Vanderpump rules. So. This is the other thing that gets brought up now is Andy goes, so you couldn't make your one call because you didn't know anyone's number. I guess this was a time before cell phones or I, I mean, I don't I think cell phones existed, but Jax didn't have a cell phone that I, I, I don't, don't think anyway. you can. I think they take your phone. So they're like, no, you can OK, make one OK, call. OK, right. I, I, I've never I, honestly I've, I've never, never been, been arrested, to jail. so I, I don't know. But it sounds like you could anyway. So. Didn't know the number to sir. And Jax goes, that, that's true. And Stasi said, you called sir. And Jax goes, well, I didn't have any numbers. They take all your stuff. So I didn't have, I didn't have phone numbers or anything. I gave some guy some food and told the guy to call his girlfriend and to call sir. So that girl called sir and told Peter I was in jail because I didn't even call my parents. I wanted to call sir, which is like, we, we, you want a cookie? You want an award? Like what? I mean, I don't understand all this is my theory on this that Jax was not arrested he just did he got he went on a bender went to i bet that girl was just some random girl he was hooking up with like hey call him and tell him i went to call him and tell him i'm i'm in jail right now right yeah like 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 i i have a i don't think he went to jail at all yeah like i don't think there was jail in i mean i believe he's been to jail we've seen pictures but i don't believe this? this time I, you, I don't know what was season you know what? two. I want to look. I want to look up. I'm looking up Jason Taylor arrest. Can't we look? Because isn't his aren't these shit? Isn't this shit public record? Should be. Okay, so what? Two thousand. Let me just guess. Two thousand. Let's see. Nine years ago. So twenty fifteen. Let's just put in. Let's just see if something comes up. I don't think this motherfucker was not arrested. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I truly don't. Like, wouldn't we even have like I would, I would think even a a mugshot would come up. Nothing's even coming up. It, no one's even. Oh, I have a mugshot. <laughs> okay, I have a mugshot. <laughs> Can you see? Yeah, but is that no? That's the sunglass hut one. That's the that's Hawaii the sunglass, sunglass hut one. That's sunglass hut. That's because he guys he gets Nothing arrested else. the next season at, at the sunglass hut in Hawaii because he stole glasses. But wouldn't I so know that I know that image like the back of my hand? So, yeah. but wouldn't we have? Wouldn't there be like a hundred pictures of his, like like how Marlo Hampton on yeah. Atlanta? Wouldn't wouldn't we have all those? I think this. Also, this is like just for the judicial system. If anybody in control is listening, I feel like you should be able to sell. 
uh, mugshot as like prom picture packages. Like I want three, three by fives and eight by 10. I want like, and especially for famous people, they should be able to sell yours online. Like they should be able to sell Lindsay Lohan shirts, all that stuff of mugshots because they own that mugshot and you did something wrong. So it's a way to like kind of pay, you know, the the cost of prison is so expensive. Um, So anyways, Jax is like, yeah. And Stassi says, yeah, I guess I would call you guys too. And Andy goes, you didn't even call when you quit, Stassi. Uh, there's something Burn. else you want to mention. You brought your friend from Beverly Hills for a dinner party, Lisa. And Lisa goes, that was interesting. And we get a flashback to Joyce and her husband, which I forgot about her husband. Right. Like what a, what a, like a scary, I'll tell you something, you know, like very yeah. interesting voice. Um, but I had forgotten all about Joyce completely. Yeah, she was forgettable. Uh, Andy goes, what were your takeaway seeing this on Vanderpump Rules? Uh, the the staff talking about your friends in the back hallways. And Lisa goes, that's the reality of it. You know, I was between a rock and a hard place. I felt bad for Sheena. And oh my I have God. Brandy and Joyce. It was like, oh, my God, just get me out of here. And Sheena goes, I will say, you two, Stasi, you were so hilarious that night. And there's a flashback of Stassi going, ah, I hate rich people. They annoy me. That's why I only date poor people. Stassi, you know, she does say potentially good lines and gives oh, yeah. her talking head. Like, yeah. she give, you know, it's like, yeah. she, like there is a humor to Stassi that I think is now overused by everyone. Like, agreed. All, I don't think she created this style, but there is this. Flippant valley girl, rich girl. I just, you know, like there is, she just knows how to, she knows how to word it better than a lot of people do. I agree. No, I agree. She can get away with a lot. Yeah. Because she's got a funny, funny tone to it. Yeah. Um, she's able to sell it. Uh, she was like, well, I liked it because it was like all the things that we say about people, but it was on camera. And Andy goes, Jax, you thought Joyce was Latoya Jackson. Oh my and- God. I forgot. <laughs> And there's a flashback to Jax talking to Peter and Kristen. And Jax is like, it's full on like Brandy. And I want to say Latoya Jackson. And when I heard the yelling, I was like, why was Latoya Jackson (laughs) yelling at Brandy for being a racist? I love Jax's pop culture knowledge of like that. He thought that was one of the Jackson family. He's like, is that, is that Janet? Oh, it's it's Latoya. Is that Tito? Um, That is uh, amazing. Andy then follows up um, saying like, well, were you wearing your glasses? Are your glasses real? Are they prescription or fake? And Jax goes fake. (laughs) Um, And of course, Jax has a fake. Like, of course, Jax doesn't wear real glasses. Like, of course, they're fake. Um, We go to a new scene and Andy says, let's lighten the mood a little bit. Um, You know, pretty light. Yeah, that was. I thought, yeah, you're right. You know, Tom, you're cool with me. You're from St. Louis. I'm from St. Louis. As a personal gift for me, will you show us your imitations of Sheena's dance moves? And Tom's like, it just happened. Like she jumps around and then goes on the ground <laughs> and then she comes up and she shimmies the butt and you got to do the split and then the hair whip and it falls slowly to the floor. <laughs> and Sheena's Sheena loves it because it's about Sheena. She's like, Sheena loves background it. dancer. Like, Sheena is so happy that this is an entire moment just for her at BravoCon. Like, so when she got to do good as gold, at oh one of the watch God. what happens live, 
you know, I talked to Brock at the Sandoval show and she was like, Hey mate, she really needed that mate. It made her feel so good. And everybody was so happy. And like, and, and I talked to Sheena <laughs> at the, I, I said, Sheena good. At, Cause I, I unabashedly love good as gold. Like not even as a joke. I just think it's a yeah, fun song. Totally. And I was like, Sheena, you did it. She's like, I know. I like, it was, you could tell it really meant something to wow. her. And like, that's like, those moments where you, you know, you could see the humor in it from an audience's perspective, but for her, it was like, wow, they asked me to sing good as gold, you know, you know, and arguably, I mean, I think that's one of the better bops. I mean, would you say good as gold is better, worse, or the same as on display by Melissa Gorga? A better. Yeah, I think so too. Better. Yeah, I I think so too. Um, On display, on display just gets stuck in your head. Yeah, well, on display, on display, it just gets stuck in your head. I do love that we did get to see the makings of not only on display, but we got to see Sheena in the studio. I love being in the stew with these people. And it really is so uh, it's great when any housewife star has pop star ambitions, because it almost a hundred percent guarantees that they will never be a pop star Absolutely, like in, in the way that they think they, they envision it in their head. Like Luann's a cabaret performer, barely, you know, like it's, 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 it's just never the way they see it. So the way they lie to themselves, sometimes it's fascinating to watch on these shows. And he says, uh, uh, to Sheena, your engagement, you couldn't have been surprised. And Sheena goes, I wasn't surprised that it happened, but how it happened. And we get a flashback to Rob marrying, uh, asking her to marry her at Lisa's in Lisa's backyard. And Sheena says, um, to Rob. Oh, Shay, Rob, Sh- wait, yeah. To- oh, you sorry. Shay. Shay. <laughs> I, Rob, like, I didn't mean Rob. Rob's ooh, later. Rob's. That is fun. I love that. But that's another thing I love about Sheena is that Sheena in that relationship with Rob that she immediately got in after her marriage. Who she they really were loved, al- she said. They were, they were already in like four mm-hmm. months in, they were taking naked black and white photos, professional photos. Of professional. Like, have you not seen them? No. Oh my God. I'll have to send you one. It is. Cause it's Sheena, like on Rob's side, like look like her and and he's just looking directly at the camera and they're both nude. What? Yeah. It's, it's wild. There's a whole series of them. I'm not, I'm not even making this up. Um, Andy says, Sheena, after the engagement, you said you were winning. How competitive does it get with all the women of Sir to land a guy and get, get a ring and all that stuff? And Sheena says, well, Stasi was happy and, and Katie and Schwartz are good. And Katie says, well, I never felt pressured. I feel my relationship is going the right way, which we obviously know now in retrospect, no, it did not go the right way at all. She pressured the fuck out of Schwartz. Yeah, I mean the I mean the 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 promise ring mm-hmm. at Sheena's wedding uh and I mean the whole thing I mean she got married on a Wednesday and it, it, I don't know the whole thing I am excited to see Katie this season. I'm excited to see her bounce back. Um Sheena says at Katie's B-day she says she practically uh she's practically engaged first of all and I wasn't going to give a lap dance. Oh yeah, they're talking about this Oh yeah, yeah, scene. yeah. Where Sheena gave Peter a lap dance and Tequila Katie freaked out on oh, her. Oh man, that was a good scene. Yeah. And my fucking I, boyfriend uh, is sticking up for the horn there. <laughs> I mean, some people alcohol just isn't for. Yeah. You know, like like there are certain people that can handle their alcohol, certain people like, but like Katie has just never been one of those people. No. And she, you know, 
she's got it shown to her over and over, over and over, over again. When's the last time we've actually seen her become Tequila Katie? Like, I feel like she she did rein it in, or am I mistaken? No, she because like, like last season we didn't see it at all, from what yeah. I remember. I mean, that's that actually right? potentially makes her one of the smarter people on Vanderpump Rules because it means she learned from her behavior. Yeah, I don't think we saw it at all because Schwartz took the cake last season in that yeah. dynamic. Well, so, my yeah. theory always was Schwartz would get blackout drunk so he could cheat. You know, he was one of those people oh. that actually truly felt guilty because Katie, I think, was is his best friend. Like, I, I do believe that. I do believe you get in these long term relationships. That's your best friend that you're used to. But at mm-hmm. the same time, he's like, you know, I also am a dude and I want to hook up. And I think he would get blackout drunk. So it would give him an excuse to actually do the things that he wanted to do, you know, and he was never brave enough to end that relationship. I truly think he would have stayed in that relationship for the rest of his life, but he would have been miserable. And Katie was the one that pulled the ripcord to get out of that. And that's why Katie might not be as charming as Schwartz at all. But Katie, I always think like that takes great strength to do because he did not want out of that. Yeah, no, my like Katie wanted him to want traditional shit like she wanted him to want to get married and have the kids and Schwartz, I think, would have flourished in a like non-traditional relationship with Katie for a long time. Like if they were like open and cool and like if she was down for that. But once he had to do the marriage and all that stuff, he felt I just think he did not. He shut down. Yeah. But Katie wanted that. So he gave it to her. Um. Katie says, well, I wouldn't have handled it that way. For sure, that was Tequila Katie. And we laugh about it. And then Andy goes, for sure, you had a rough night at Kyle Richards' party. You had some issue with a gray tooth. And we get a flashback to uh, Sheena telling Brandy about her gray tooth, which is just also just amazing because this is a woman that, you know, cheated with Brandy's ex-husband, Eddie Cibrian. Uh, And I just think that's always just a fun fact that people always forget. Um, and uh, Andy says, uh, does does Sheena need to appreciate that more to be you know cautious mm-hmm. around Brandy? And Lisa's like, yes, all I told her was she really, you know, no, Sheena goes, all I told her was she looked really beautiful. She's the one who said something to me. It's not fair for me to lose money and lose shifts. And Lisa goes, it doesn't matter. And mm-hmm. Sheena was like, it was seven and a half years ago. Move on. And Sheena oh. gives a smile. What, how old is Sheena here? And it was seven and a half years ago. Like I thought it was for some reason more recent than that. That's a good point. How was it seven and a half years ago? That's a good point. Yeah. That's what I was like. Wait, what are you, what? Um, That's a good point. Andy goes, uh, well, moving on. Jax, want to talk to you about your health this season. You had a cancer scare and Jax is like, well, I wouldn't say a cancer scare. And Andy goes, I got that from you. Got that from you, man. Like you said that. Like, and he goes, you said that dumbass. Oh, yeah. Oh, he goes, and there's a flashback of Jax talking to Stasi. And she's like, well, what happened? What did the doctor say? And he's like, he said what you never want to hear from a doctor. I said, don't tell me, doc. It's not, it's not what, it's not what I think it is, is it? And the doc couldn't tell me, man. He couldn't. You know, like, so I think I have, uh, it's cancer. I'm pretty sure it's cancer. You know, pretty sure. Yeah. And Jax was like, well, I was doing that one thing you do where, you know, your mind goes to the worst thing. And I was like, yeah, but you're also then lying on top of that Uh, thing and saying that you had cancer, you know? Yeah. You weren't saying my mind is going to the worst thing. You were saying the doctor is saying it could be the worst thing. 
And the thing was, was that he didn't he just have like a calcium buildup yes. in, his, in his tit because of all yes. the steroids and shit he was taking. Like, that's what it was, was that there was a buildup because he was taking so much shit to get ripped. Yeah. That like that was it. So, exactly. um, but sometimes I, I like on my darkest days with my body, I sometimes oh, like, don't even get me started. <laughs> I, I, you know, like I take steroids, you know, like if I could get oh, yeah. free, I take steroids, you know, like, I mean, there's, there's a, a whole, o- like, there's I a take. whole, o- have you heard of Ozempic? I shouldn't even bring this up. Yeah. Is that the, is this the Kardashian one? Is that uh, yeah, the wrong? Yeah, 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 it, yeah. It's yeah. like for, for, um, diabetics or yes, something, yes. but you lose like two pounds a week on it. Yeah. 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 yeah oh, I'm believe con- me. I'm convinced Kyle is on it from, Beverly Hills. Oh, I think they're, I think that's, I think it's like a thing. thing. It's the thing. Yeah. Yeah. I was looking through old camera, old camera. I was looking through iPhone photos and sometimes I'll like just type in a, a name or a word and like see what pops up. And like these pictures from like 13 years ago or fi- maybe 15 years ago. Remember that ultra skinny period in Hollywood? Oh, yeah. When, like um, Lindsay and uh, Nicole Richie got like insanely thin, like yep. scary thin. Yep. It was like allegedly Coke had taken over Hollywood mm-hmm. and they just weren't like, I remember that. And I was looking at those photos going like i totally forgot like you know and you look at Lindsay now and it's like voluptuous like great weight like doesn't i mean i would not and it's just like that oh that's skinny it's just mm-hmm. so and to think that they thought they looked beautiful or hot and you're like ooh, well and chloe kardashian and kim are getting to that point like chloe especially there oh, was this it's, new thing recently oh. where she's like thinner than they they were fitting her for something i just i don't watch the show because oh, yeah, my, yeah, I, my I, body I, image I, issues can't handle the show because yeah, i it was jeremy be- scott the designer he was like girl you are skinnier than models and kim was like skinny mini and Uh-oh. like je- like jealous like jealous of like chloe is starting to look like slender man like it's yeah, not this is not good. good this yeah. is we should be concerned. She posted something too, where you just see her rib cage. I'm like, guys, let's stop. Okay. Yeah. Um, no, I, I, but, um, Andy says, okay, well time to talk about the elephant in the room, Kristen and Jax Stassi. The first time you heard the rumor about Kristen and Jax, you were inclined to believe it. Why? And she's like, well, I feel like I get a sixth sense about things sometimes. (laughs) Okay. You guys, uh, This is my favorite part of the show when we get to talk about our sponsor. And today's sponsor is somebody that I am so excited about because I used this sponsor before they were ever a sponsor. Our sponsor today is the fine folks at Masterclass. That's right, folks. Masterclass. You can learn from the world's best minds anytime, anywhere, and at your own pace. I'm telling you, over the pandemic, I actually, I'm not even, like, this was amazing. I got to learn from Steve Martin. He teaches comedy on masterclass.com. I mean, just recently, we talked again and again about Kris Jenner because she teaches a class on Masterclass on the power of personal branding. How are you going to get better than learning from Kris Jenner? You have Bob Iger Uh, which is fascinating that he's teaching a class. He teaches in business strategy. He actually just took back the reins of Disney tonight, Sunday night. If you're in entertainment, you know exactly what I'm talking about. He has a class on Masterclass. Gordon Ramsay teaches cooking for the love of the Lord. Are you kidding me? And you can do all of these lessons from home. 
Masterclass is accessible on your phone, the web, your smart TV, and offering classes on a wide variety of topics, like I just said, and that there are hundreds more, all taught by world-class instructors at the top of their fields. Each class is broken out into individual video lessons, right? Usually around 10 minutes long. I can pay attention 10 minutes. You can pay attention 10 minutes. Members can explore at their own pace. And that's what I love is when you sign up for Masterclass, you are a member and you can explore the page. You can download different classes, master classes. You can explore at your own pace. Each class is supported by downloadable materials, class guides, recipes, or more. My gosh, I wish they gave me this option during high school. It would have been so much better for all of us. And these are all available at masterclass.com. So hundreds of video lessons from 180 plus of today's most brilliant minds available anytime, anywhere. Now, an annual membership starts at usually $180 per year. But guess what? With So Bad It's Good, our listeners, if you go to masterclass.com slash so bad today, you can give one annual membership and get one free. Go check it out. I'm telling you, just put that in to the old web browser and check it out for yourself. This is the gift that I would tell my folks to get me because my mom, and it gets sillier and sillier the older I get. I get that email from my parents of like, what would you like for the holidays this year? And I'm like, I'm a grown man. But you know what? Masterclass would be the thing that I would ask for because you get to learn lessons from people that you admire. Anything that is of interest to you, they have somebody to walk you through that. Somebody that you respect, somebody that you admire, and it's just truly incredible. And like I said, wide variety of topics. You can learn how to write anything from a book or screenplay to just a letter. You can learn how to communicate with your boss or your family. There's an immersive learning experience because it's cinema quality classes that give you unparalleled access to a renowned instructor. There's flexibility. Explore lessons in any order you'd like across your phone, tablet, Apple TV, computer, and the go with audio mode. And like I said, lessons are approximately 10 to 15 minutes. Um, so you get the additional resources as well. There's 11 categories. Like I said, 180 instructors. But this is truly an amazing, amazing offer. I'm telling you, do this not just for you, but do this for the show. Because I think this is actually something that I can offer you that I am so proud of. Like, Masterclass is dope. I know this sounds wild. You're like, Ryan, we get it. No, but you don't get it. I've talked about Masterclass so many times on this program. The fact that they're actually advertising on it blows my mind. Because it's something that I use and it's something that I know you guys would dig or somebody in your life would dig. So please go to, like I said, masterclass.com forward slash so bad today. And by the way, you guys, I'm going to talk about this all week until you do it. So just do it now. Do it today. And now back to our show. 
Folks, summer is just around the corner, so it's time to say goodbye to those jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. Now, I wanted to update my wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune, and luckily, I found Quince. Now, I have a lineup of timeless pieces I want that will keep me looking fresh year after year. I got a pair of tan shorts. I got a pair of green shorts. I cannot wait to style these for summer. And I got to tell you, the quality is great because Quince has all the seasonal must-haves, like 100% European linen shirts from 30 performance polos, and versatile flow knit activewear. The best part? All Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman by partnering directly with top factories and passes that savings on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. So you can feel good about what you're wearing on every level. So upgrade your wardrobe. Go to quince.com slash so bad for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash so bad to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash so bad. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yeah, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. And it's during a time we weren't getting along and Sheena and I were always commenting, why are Kristen and Jack so oddly close? I know that Kristen spent the night at Jax's house and Kristen goes, it's not like we wanted to be in a relationship together. And Saucy goes, I wish you would have. It would have made it a lot better. It's disgusting that it was just, I needed to get laid. It's gross. I mean, like, yeah, that is true. Like, I know what she's saying is that. Like, I, I know what she's saying. You, if you were in, if you actually liked him, if your heart was in it, but you just wanted a bang, like you just, there was something carnal about this yes. that was, and, and that's just gross. Even thinking about Jack's who's like, I yeah. have needs as a man. It's like, I have needs as a woman. And like, but it, it's like, it's just so the story of it too, how they were like on the couch watching drive. And then they just tell us your interpretation of how you, cause I always uh, say, I always threaten the audience with, I'm going to one day write a one act play of that night where it's oh. just a couch on a stage. And <laughs> how do you, in your head, how do you picture it? Like what, how does it go? Because also okay. how does, great question. This is the other thing. Sandoval must be so trusting because if I had a friend like Jax that I would go out with and he would see with everything that moved, there's no fucking way I'm going to bed. Like, there's no way that I'm going to bed while he's there. So how does Sandoval get comfortable enough to go to sleep where he's like, I'm going to go crash in the bedroom. You got to hang out. Like, he's what? Yeah, I envision, like, no talking. So I envision them on opposite ends of the couch. And then Kristen, because Kristen is, like, they're drunk for sure. And because Kristen's always drunk. And so I envision Kristen just, like, like, feeling just like she needs attention and starting to I envision her foot like sneaking over to like rub him to see like if he'll reciprocate and then like him kind of being clearly in, in like all right I'm into it and then like just making it clear that she's continuing and then just giving him head and then him being like all right and then her getting on top of him 
Okay, because that I, I found it hard to believe, like, because when they said when he said that he returned the favor, I was like, I really don't think that that happened. <laughs> yeah. Jax is not that sharing. I was and, like, and no, he didn't. Yeah. Because Well, but I was thinking, like, how do you do that? Because that really is deranged. If that happens and you go and there's no kissing involved, because like you would think that it'd be like drunken making out. And then it just like then it got increased. But mm. we went straight to blowjob, supposedly. I also thought in my head it was Jax that was doing the testing of the foot to the Kristen's mm. foot. And also, I always have the theory of the movie was Drive. And I've seen that movie. I like that movie, but I don't think Jax could understand or appreciate that kind of movie or the subtleties in that movie. So I picture he's like, like if it was Fast and Furious or like Transformers, Jax would be totally like, oh, I can get, I understand this. But I don't think he understood Drive. So he was like, fuck it. Like, I don't know. Like, you're going to touch my foot. Isn't there a sex scene in Drive? There's like a famous sex scene in Drive, isn't there? I don't really, to be honest, I, I mean, I don't know if it's famous, but I just remember that jacket that he wore and that he liked to drive. <laughs> I know because when I type in Ryan Gosling in YouTube. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> when I type in Ryan Gosling sex all the time, this is what comes up. Well, yeah. I'm not going to lie. Dude, yeah, yeah. I've done it many times and I type in Ryan Gosling's. It'll be like Ryan Gosling S. It'll be like sex scene drive. And I've never okay, actually so watched the movie, so I don't have any context. So you're saying maybe they got to the sex scene mm-hmm, in Drive and mm-hmm. were so inspired by what was occurring on Well, I just screen. feel like if you're watching a sex scene next to someone and it's like, like maybe you're like, ooh, and then. Yeah. I believe Kristen instigated it. Oh, definitely. I mean, well, no, I see. I don't. I No, 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 no. I, I think, well, I, I think it's very. But also there had to have been some lead up of some kind of flirtation. This couldn't have been out of the blue. And I also just will never understand Sandoval trusting either Mm -hmm. of them enough to go to bed. Because the the drive night was the first time, right? I believe so. Yeah. Yeah, And then the second time we don't really know the situation because one time was with a condom and one time was without. So does Kristen go into the room and grab Sandoval's condoms again while he's asleep? The first time's with the condom? Well, I don't know. That's but she says we, we find out like in the last scene, he's like one time with one time without. I think the first time was without because there's no way she would have been able to grab a condom. So it was without. And then he was like, you know what? I feel safer with a condom. Yeah, this time. I like, think that know, they, he, he thought about it. He's like, Kristen's been a lot of places. No, I, just say, yeah, if she'll do this with me, who knows? Oh, who else? Who knows? But I do love the thought of Kristen also being ballsy enough to go into the bedroom while Santa while he's sleeping, get a condom, you know? And I, by the way, I just love the case of the missing Sandoval condoms. He's like, I swear to God, I had seven condoms and they just keep disappearing. <laughs> Where are these condoms going? Like, I don't understand. Um, and if you guys you, don't watch this on YouTube, you're missing yeah, out on so much physical comedy that Ryan does. <laughs> um, but this is truly, I think, what makes, uh, you know, Stassi <laughs> kind of like very interesting of like, well, you came up with a pretty good plan to get on Kristen's phone and text Jax about the rumor pretending to be Kristen. My mind would not have thought of this. And it really is a good idea. 
And there's a flashback to Stassi going, I can't stop thinking about that you and Jack's thing. I feel like I'm going to throw up. And Kristen's like, you need to get over it. And Sandoval's there in this scene too. And Stassi's like, there is a way for me to get over it. You're going to give me your phone and I'm going to have a full conversation with Jax as you. And Sandoval is there and he's like, what? His face is like, what? What? He literally looks like his jaw is on the floor. Like, how did you even think Um, of this? I don't know why my phone, my camera did. Uh, he's like, yeah, it's truly like, wait, why did my camera just step out? One sec. Are you on a camera camera? Uh, I'm on a virtual background. is still a use video. Hmm. One second. Okay, there you go. Um, yeah, it's, so it's a... Uh, it's really weird. Yeah. He's like, I don't understand what you're going to use technology to like trick somebody. And Andy goes, did it ever occur to you that Kristen may have thought of that first, that you would do that. And Stassi goes, Stassi would have. Yes. Oh, Kristen would have. I don't, how did Kristen think of it? Kristen knows Stassi. That's that diabolical. But well, but also that makes Kristen Kristen just as diabolical. diabolical. And that's why it's so fascinating is that Kristen was thinking 10 steps ahead. And Saucy goes, yes. So when I went over to do that, it was in my head. She may may have already texted Jax, but I was like, this is the only way that I can possibly find out. And Andy says, Kristen, you already texted Jax and said what? Oh, my God. (laughs) And Kristen says, I texted, holy shit, I think she might go through my phone at some point. So from some point on, I will never text you about this. And then she goes, we had multiple texts about it. And then at one point, <laughs> no offense, Jax isn't the smartest. So I'm going to fake text him just to make sure, like, I didn't know, like, like I'm just going to test him to make sure, like, I didn't know because she's going to grab my phone. Is he going to grab my phone? Because it's something I would have done. And Jax goes, it was pretty complicated. I didn't, uh, <laughs> I don't know. I, you know, it really shows you, I mean, this was a level of deceit that you really don't see a lot of times. I'm sorry, but this is outstanding. Like, yeah, it's, absolute, uh, it's really like, like, come on now. Like, really Kristen, Kristen, set, Kristen outsmarted Stassi. Like, you thought Stassi was smart. Kristen went, hold on now. Yeah. She is going to do that with my phone. So I am going to tell Jack. Hold my menthols. Yeah. From now, from this point forward, I will never text you about this. And he's like, okay. But she's like, he's so stupid. I'm going to just text him just real quick. A test text. Yeah. (laughs) And he's like, I don't, I don't even know a Kristen Doty. I've (laughs) never heard of a Kristen Doty. Uh, And Kristen goes, my mind works the same ways her way hers does. I wanted it to go away like it never fucking existed. And then Tom goes, why did you do it twice then? (laughs) Like, (laughs) it's like, I mean, it is true. And Kristen goes, that's something I can't can't, justify. She can't justify it. And Stassi goes, while Tom was asleep in the other room, yeah, that part is true. And Kristen goes, yes. And Tom goes, why would you do that? Like, I was just <laughs> trying to be close to you at the time. I would try to be nice and fun or whatever. And you were constantly putting me down. Social situations, always. <laughs> and I thought he was about to say, you know, I needed sleep that night. Why would you do this? Like uh, You potentially could have awoken me. And Andy goes, when you watch the show, Kristen, do you see yourself putting him down a lot? And she's like, totally. It was horrible. It was horrible. I mean, I like maybe we watched the show together once or twice and I was awful to him. And Tom was like, you would say we were 
are we even together? Like, why are we? And I'm like, because I love you. And Kristen was like, yes. I, I wanted your attention, Tom, from you. I was, I was your mom. I was your maid. And he's like, you're not my mom or maid, Kristen. Like, he's like, <laughs> no, there's no, like, literally, I know of my mom. You're not her. And <laughs> I do love the fact that, because it also seems like, it doesn't seem like that was Kristen's strong suit no. either of like cleaning up. You yeah. Know? But like, like Kristen's completely making shit up. Like she's completely turning into like, she's like, we were just roommates. That's not working. <laughs> I was your mom. And that's not working. I was your maid. None of this is working. Kristen. We watched the show. Yeah. And Kristen goes, well, that's how I was. That's how I felt. Se- you know, it's uh seriously cold fucking blooded. Both of you guys. Um, and Saucy's like, yeah, it's both of them. Like you sat there, Kristen, during that time. And Kristen's like, I couldn't even stand to be with you in the apartment at that time. And I fucked Jax in our apartment. Like, and Andy goes, Jax, you said, and Kristen's like, I'm not proud of myself. Like the fact that I'm even owning up to this to myself, like, I'm so sorry. And it's not enough. And Tom's like, look, and Kristen's like, there's nothing I can say. There's no excuse. All I can say is I'm sorry. And that's not good enough. And Andy goes, Jax, why did you save all those text messages <laughs> from her? Had you always planned to? Uh, and Jax goes, expose her? No. Like he knew yeah, where he knew, was going. He yeah. goes, I know the word when I was planning on. Yes. Uh, expose her. No, no, I wasn't going to do that. No, I no, no. But you know, it's nice saved them, though. <laughs> you know, sometimes painful things will be fun to save on your phone just for memories to like re- reflect on. <laughs> um, and Tom's like, he probably wanted to use it as leverage. You would throw somebody under the bus for a dime for anything, for a free beer. You have no integrity. And he goes, no, I don't. He's yep. like, goes, yep. yeah, you're right. No, I don't. And he goes, Lisa's like, you have no loyalty to anybody. So you can call him your friend and you dump on him. And Ariana jumps in. She's like, the stuff you said afterwards was like salt on the wound. Fucking brutal. And Tom was like, I've always had your fucking back, man. Um, And he goes, you're right. There's no excuse for what I did. And Katie's like, you have no remorse. And Ariana's like, at the beach. And Kristen's like, Ariana, shut up. This literally has nothing to do with you, which it totally kind of does. So it's like, Absolutely does. You have nothing to do with this. Shut up. And Tom goes, yes, it does. And Kristen's like, Ariana, I'm so sick of hearing your voice. You don't know him. You don't don't know him. You don't know me. And then Tom goes, well, get used to it, Kristen. (laughs) And Kristen's like, you're not friends with any of us besides Sheena. And Sheena's like, yeah, they said my name. And and Lisa goes, stop it right now. Stop it right now. She's got every right to be here. And Andy's like, a lot of people, including Lady Gaga, (laughs) who tweeted Lady Gaga. I went, by the way, I went, did you go on to Twitter and look for this? I went to Lady Gaga's account to look for this. She must have deleted it. But Lady Gaga back in the day, you know, was a big Vanderpump Rules fan and tweeted that uh, Lisa should fire. Like, why didn't you fire Kristen? Which is like amazing. That makes sense. Like, why didn't you fire Kristen? And Kristen, Kristen goes, that was so painful. Like that was, that was like that's, oh, that when hurt. Lady Gaga came at me. That was really hurt. I really yeah. like Lady Gaga. Yeah. And Lisa goes, I asked that myself. I have every reason to fire her. But you have to understand that she's been on this downward spiral and it's 
kicking someone who's just literally a piece of shit, just like a dog, <laughs> piece of just a dirty dog shit. And she's in an emotional place and I have to have some loyalty. I don't like the way she talks to me and I think she's disrespectful. I put up with a lot of crap, but we're a family. No, <laughs> No. And he goes, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's so wonderful. He's like, no, there's still a lot of love in this room. Oh, my God. Lisa, just admit that's because you don't want to lose yeah. it from the show. Like, she's good TV. Like, yeah. like, I mean, by the way, it's also we're sophisticated audiences where you can say it's it's OK. Like, yeah. we can handle it at this age. Like, we can handle that. You can tell it's like, well, yeah, well, she makes these moments and they're like really mm. cool. And then we like the audience likes to watch them, you know, like, I mean, it's that's what it is. I like that the reason she finally does get fired is the suck a dick. Yeah, moment. that's that's too far. That's like sucking sucking Jax's actual dick of like an employee <laughs> that you're like oh, that, nothing. There's no like ramifications of like the, what it means to Ariana or Tom, other staff members, but that is too far. So Andy goes, so after Jax admitted this to you, you organized a night out, Stassi, in front of all your friends. You decided to do a public execution and we get a flashback to just one of the most iconic scenes in reality show history yep. where Kristen is like, they're saying I banged Jax. And Stassi says, Jax, say what you told all of us. And Jax oh, is just in so the corner. Good. Like he's just he's in the corner up against the wall. <laughs> and he goes, yeah, it's true. Yeah. We slept together. Yeah. And true. Tom goes, it was like a surprise party, but it was like, hey, surprise, I fucked your girlfriend. Like, Which is such good. an accurate depiction <laughs> yeah, because, of what it was. But also, what a horrible surprise party. Theme. Yeah, like, like wow, that, that actually, when he said that, I'm like, like, that is exactly what it was. That, if anybody throws a surprise party for me, have it be a Tom Sandoval, I fucked your girlfriend surprise party. Um, Noted. <laughs> because he goes, Everyone in the room knows I was I was the last person to know instead of being a man and coming to me off to the side and telling me in private, you decided to have a big surprise party about it, which is so true. Like nobody thought to warn Sandoval, like everybody knew the staff knew like the the bot like they were at a restaurant like everybody knew everybody was like hey we're, we're doing this big thing don't tell that guy <laughs> it's about his girlfriend <laughs> and he goes how many times did you practice what you were going to say that night and Stassi goes what do you mean practice and tom goes the thick excitement in your face Stassi and Stassi's like well, like, I'm crazy. Like, I'm a terrible person. I'm getting the truth out of Kristen after she publicly humiliated me. No, fuck. I'm going to fub fucking publicly humiliate her. And Tom goes, and you were so excited about it. 40% ups. <laughs> 40% upset, but the rest of you had joy in it to bash someone down. And this is when Stasi starts crying. Sobbing. Like, I was like, I didn't see this. I was did like not, surprising to me, too. I didn't see it coming. Not at all. Didn't this see is, it coming. In acting, you guys, we always talk about acting on this show. And it's like, this is what you call when you shift tactics. Like, you know, like if you're not getting what you want, you shift your tactic. You're going to, I'm going to try to get it another way. So Stasi is standing up for herself going like, fuck, yeah, I'm going to do this. It's not working or not working to the degree she wants it to work. So she shifts gears. She goes to tears and starts crying. And Tom is like, He's like, he's like, you're rubbing your hands together, knowing how much attention you're, you know, you're going to get from this. And Saucy's like, fuck you, Tom. Don't say fuck you. You've practiced in the fucking mirror. And 
Katie goes, she deserves this. And Tom's like, deserves what, man? I don't sit there and like not relish in it and have joy in it. And so he's like, why do you have to tag me? <laughs> it is, but it's like really effective. Like, it's like, yeah. like part of me was like, wow, why is he like, you know, like it is because what do you, do you think Tom, Tom's in the right here, right? You know, like, because, okay, it's different having you reenact it because now yeah. Tom has, when Tom has a lisp, I'm like, he's, team he's Tom. much more sympathetic. Yeah. I'm like, now I'm, I'm also Tom. doing him with a limp as well. You just can't see it. Yeah. He's, <laughs> he's Richard the third. Yeah. So um, now that, now that you're doing Tom, I'm like, Hey man, leave Tom alone. Yeah. So, but when, but when, when I was watching it, um, I have to go back to that. So, I mean, no one considered Tom's feelings at all. That is absolutely true. She definitely just wanted to take Kristen down. And there was zero concern for like, wait a minute, Tom is involved in this, guys. Like Tom also did get cheated on with his best friend and girlfriend. Well, I wonder if there was something there, too, of like Saucy thought about telling Tom, but was like, He'll he's just so, tell Kristen. No, no. I thought he's like, he's such a believer in people that he like, he's, he believes the best in everybody. So like, it's not, it's going to actually make this worse. My surprise. He's going to ruin it. Yeah. So like, I think it was like, just kind of what purpose. I thought too. Yeah. Like that's, that's how I viewed it the first time, which was like, you'll just ruin it, Tom. You're not going to let, like, you're going to tell Kristen and it's going to be like that had the surprise factor seemed justified. Yeah. But then when Tom said it like this, like this was like a fucked up surprise party. I was like, oh, it was. It yeah, really. really like I mean, really, I mean, think about it. this is why I'm saying like these are scars like Tom can <laughs> never have a surprise party again. Like, you know, like <laughs> you ruin surprise parties for this man for the rest of his life. And like traumatized PTSD yeah. forever. Yeah. <laughs> every time Tom's at a surprise party, everything's like, oh, no. and Tom's like. Why don't you, why do you attack everybody, Sothi? How about the entire summer? You attack me, you attack Kristen, you attack Jax. And then you guys, there's a shot of Jax looking perplexed, like, wait, did Tom just stand up for me? Like, wait, <laughs> like he's like, I, I didn't see that. It's like Jen Shaw in Salt Lake when she's like, I can't people believe that people are buying this. They're like hanging out with me. Like, he truly looked confused. He did. He's like, me? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'll How dare yeah. you, Stassi? Yeah, Stassi. How dare you? Yeah. Um, and Stassi's like, you attack everyone. At no, Stassi goes, everyone attacks everyone. And Tom's like, no, shut up, Stassi. You led the charge like 95% of the time. And Andy goes, why are you crying, Stassi? He's pin, he's picky. Um, he's pinpointing. It's me. It's always about me. Uh, oh, yeah. Very Stassi. And it's my birthday. And Tom's like, <laughs> it's always about you, Stothy. Anything that happens, it's about you. But no, what's fascinating about this, if you think back to how many fights over the years Sandoval and Stassi have had with each other, even with her book launch party yeah. at Tom Tom, like yeah. this is where you see that's why it's fascinating to go back because you can see the history yes. between them as potential enemies of each other. Yeah, so every totally. time they fight, they're not just fighting for that current situation. They're fighting for the last 10 seasons. A hundred percent. hundred percent. So Stassi now gets up and storms off. You know, she saw yes. Kristen do it. So yep. She's like, okay, everything's storm like, off. I can do this too. And Tom's like, yeah, go feel sorry for yourself. Stassi, you're so good at it. And then Katie's <laughs> like, why are you attacking her? And Kristen goes, 
because he feels attacked. It's not his fault. It's not her fault. It's my fault and his fault. And Katie says, this is unnecessary. It's three years of aggression. And Tom goes, no, no, it's not. It's not Kristen. Stop talking for me. <laughs> yes. Kristen tried to stand up for Tom. Yes, and Tom's yes. like, no, don't stand up for me. Don't do that. <laughs> You're not my mom or my maid. You're not my defender. <laughs> You're not my fucking maid or my mom, okay? Get and out then, of it. And then Kristen immediately snaps and goes, fine, fucking defend yourself. You're an ass. And Good I'm one. like, <laughs> and so I was like, okay. And Katie goes, you're saying Stassi making it about herself sounds like you're kind of trying to make it all about you right now, Tom. Huh. And Sheena goes, I'm saying, Sheena. Sheena's like, one, hold on. Wait a sec. I want to take credit for some of this as well. I, she goes, it was a, it was a collective effort. Uh, It was a team effort. I was involved as well. I knew what was going to happen that night. And I knew she was going to confront Christian. We all knew it wasn't just her, but once again, if you filter that through the Sheena thing, she was like, I was in on this conversation. I was yeah. a part of this scene. And I don't want to be left out of this moment. Okay. Yes. Tom, direct some of your anger at me so I can yeah. be a part of this scene. Tom, yeah, please yell at me like you just yelled at <laughs> Stasi. Like, yes. please. And uh uh Tom's like, well, I'm ta- I'm talking about in general. Like she always like, it's like, uh, and Lisa comes back in with Stasi. Oh god. And L- Lisa's like, all right, stop. You calm down. Okay, cool your jets. This is about her and her and him and her. And you oh, haven't, gosh. you've got to cool your jets and back off. And Andy says, Kristen, you're very contrite today. Do you feel like you deserved that slap from Stasi? And Kristen's like, yeah. And we get a flashback to the slap of like, Oof. you whore, you're disgusting. And it was like slap. I mean, really, but if you did that on Bravo today, you wouldn't be able oh, to do that on Bravo today. Nope, you wouldn't be nope. on the show still. Nope, nope, nope. Nope, nope, nope. And this is a fun fact that a lot of people don't know. This was a law instituted in 2007. It's called the Stasi slaps Kristen law, mm-hmm. where reality. No, there's. I wish. I wish there was a. Well, a I, I would have kept going been. with that. We could have just kept uh, going and never. Well, we and can't. Never Stasi came. slaps Kristen law, where they they a lot of young mothers fought for this, and it yeah. was a very emotional courthouse thing. It actually went mm-hmm. up to the Supreme Court, yeah. and there was a five four ruling mm-hmm. in favor of not being able to slap. Of course, yeah. Clarence Thomas was. Was in favor of slapping. Yes. Um, but it was Ruth Bader voted against it. Yep. And uh it was a, a landmark case for reality shows. Yeah, yeah. It was really great. Would you allow, would you ever like to go back to the days where you could slap people on Bravo? You know, good question. Uh, and I'm gonna go with no. <laughs> I'm gonna go with no because that power falling in the wrong hands. Yeah, not you know when I when it's when it's someone I would like to slap see or see slap sure, but then yeah. if it's it's someone I don't want to see slapped, I'd be like, how dare you? <laughs> um, and Andy goes, do you regret slapping her? And Susie goes, well, I go back and forth, knowing that it's wrong and that hitting someone is never the answer, and then just feeling like you did so much worse, you destroyed everything. So I don't know. And Lisa goes, you know it's wrong, Stussy. Lisa keeps goes, needing to say this on camera. She's like, yes, Keeps, no, yes. you need to tell for the record. For the lawyer, for the record. my lawyer said I will have to blow up so with propane explosions if <laughs> I ever get sued. Yeah. And Saucy goes, Yeah, it's wrong, but I'm still holding on to that. Like, and Kristen's like, 
The fact I'm sorry isn't good enough. And Sassy goes, the only thing you did is one small text to me saying, I'm Ooh. sorry for the last three years, Ooh. which is, by the way, such a passive aggressive text. Like I would have been pissed off with that text. I'm too. sorry for the last three years. Like, what do I be do more with dramatic? That? Like you, you specify months. Yeah. So and Kristen is like, specify months. because there's a nothing, day range. There's nothing I can do to make it better. And I know that. And Katie says, and, uh, Stassi's like, so you don't try? And Kristen says, you said it was done. And Kristen goes, I wrote you a four-page letter, but I didn't give it to you. And what the and fuck Stassi- does that matter then? And I also, like, where is that? Like, that's Where's the letter? Like, Did you bring it? I, like, that I would where buy, it too. Produ- I want, it. like, Christie's Ooh, needs yeah, to do an, like, a Sotheby's auction of something of the letter that Stassi never, that Kristen never sent to Stassi. And Kristen's like, if you want it, I can mail it to you. And Stassi's like, I shouldn't have to ask for something like that. No. And both girls are sniffling. And Andy says, Stassi, how frustrating that Tom had, um, Tom hadn't accepted this had happened. And Stassi's like, yeah, I just didn't understand that. Then we get a flashback to Tom and Stassi. And he's like, I'm not going to take the first thing I hear from Jack. Oh, come on. Like, that's crazy. Like, I'm just not going to believe him. And Stassi's like, why would I want to make this up? And Tom says, you and Katie talked Kristen off before this rumor even surfaced. (laughs) So I kind of feel like your motivation was not so much about the truth, but to separate everyone from Kristen as well. And Jax is like, what am I getting out of it? I'm losing a friend here as well. And Kristen's like, attention, Jax. And Tom's like, you were excited when you told me you were smiling and laughing. And Kristen's like, why did you tell Stasi you didn't do it because you felt so bad that you needed to get it off your chest? And Jax is like, okay, you're right. No, you're right. And Ariana says to hear Jack say the things about his friendship with Tom, like it never even existed, blows my mind. And it really saddens me to see him here and see these things. It's really fucked up. And Tom's like, life got destroyed because Jax wants attention. <laughs> Lives got destroyed. Like, and and he's like, you know, you've known your girlfriend of seven years, slept with your friend of 10 years, and you've had several months to digest this. Where have you come away feeling about it? And he's like, I pride myself on being naive, and I don't want that to, you know, hang over me. But I mean, I just feel like I'm in in a way, it's like I don't think I can trust anyone, but I'm I'm gonna continue to be someone who deep down believes people are good, you know. Like I always like to look for good in everyone, even Jax. Everyone talks shit about Jax, but I always always say good things to him. And Lisa's like, You're such a good guy, Tom. Tom, he does. He always looks for the best. And Tom's like, Thank you, Lisa. I appreciate it. <laughs> God. And Andy goes, Kristen, you lied and denied off the show and on the show to everyone here, mainly Tom and Stassi. What made you finally admit it? And Kristen goes, it ate away at like my soul. Like I couldn't just, I couldn't do it anymore. And he was so sad every day. And Andy says, Stassi, can you see yourself forgiving Kristen for sleeping with Jax? And Stassi's like, I've forgiven for myself. I've let it go. I didn't Mm. think I was going to get upset today, but I didn't, I didn't. You know, but I don't expect to be friends with her. And Kristen goes, "Yeah, I don't expect for you to bounce back." Which is funny because they for do you bounce to back. bounce back. What is? But they do bounce back. Like they do bounce yeah. back, and then they fall apart. Time, again and they bounce, time you know. heals. Time heals all, baby. It is very interesting. But when you're in that young state, you really do think these oh, things yeah. are forever. And Andy goes, 
I sat here last season and said, Jax, you're a pathological liar. Everyone was saying, God, you're such a pathological liar. This season, you swore on your family's, Chris, your family, Kristen. And there's a flashback where she's like, I swear on my nieces and nephews that I didn't sleep with Jack. Yeah. And Andy goes, "Um, wow. So um, I have to ask, are you a pathological liar? And she's like, no, I'm just a complete asshole. And Stassi sighs. <sighs> and Andy goes, all right, that's fair. That's and fair. Then they do that little interstitial scene that we talk about with just, and it's like a cute thing. of like, Stassi, you got nude so much this season. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, yeah, I feel like I know every crevice of your body. Like, and it's like, it's whatever. like we were dating. Yeah. It's like, I'm like, and then Andy goes, your body looks great. Would you strip for us today? And I'm like half expecting Andy to think she'd say yes. And she goes, no. And he's like, why not? He's like, because I'm wearing Spanx. And he goes, for what? And she goes, it holds it in. And that's that little cute interstitial of nudity. And, yeah. Uh, you know. And so he goes, we're back with Lisa and the pump and the staff. Um, sure, between the annual photo shoot, gay pride and blah, 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 you're always looking to get them out of their clothes. And she's like, it's good fun, Andy. So just ridiculous. And um, My favorite thing that Lisa does is give them skimpy clothes to wear and then be like, you're so naughty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you you gave them. It's the uniform you gave them, girl. Yeah, exactly. And Saucy's like, you led the charge. Oh, no. Andy says, Stassi, you led the charge and wound up smashed again. Oh, my and God. Is, we have a Peter flashback of uh of peter's peter against stassi and andy's like how did you get yourself in that situation and she's like well i just have this yolo attitude sometimes and then i regret it afterwards um and andy says do you consider that your sir initiation uh initiation ariana because ariana got nude too and she's like yeah Would, would you ever get nude for your job no, <laughs> I don't. Th- I I have already have enough body image issues myself. I barely get nude if, for myself. If Cloud Ten asks us to do a podcast photo shoot with everybody that they've acquired, <laughs> uh, I, I wonder if they could be like a Sir uh, so, Cloud Ten, oh a sexy God. Cloud Ten <laughs> podcast photo shoot. Um. So, uh, anyways, this is like as we're getting near the end. Stassi's like. And he says, you had moments of weakness with Jax even after this. Why? And Stassi's like, well, he's trying so hard. It messed with my head. And Andy goes, Lisa, you were really rooting for them to get together, which is like the dumbest thing that you could the root for. Like, this is thing. truly like you don't like. And Tom goes, she just wanted good TV. Point. Yeah, you were getting to the point where you would get, you know, you would get him back like almost close together. And then Jax would go bang someone else. And Stassi's like, Patrick, I mean, and he goes, uh, I mean, Jax. And Jax is like, what did you call me? And Stussy's like, sorry. And Andy's like, you just called him by your current boyfriend's name, Freudian slip. Um, Do you believe people can change? And Stussy's like, I do, but I don't believe Jax can. (laughs) And that's accurate. Well, that's what makes me sad, though, because I do feel like Jax is probably still living in this kind of set, like torture cell of pain because he truly didn't, hasn't done the work to change, I feel. No, I, I mean, he, I could be totally wrong, too. Actually, what about this? He maybe has done the work to change, but can't. <laughs> we are just who we are. We're not, you know, we are our worst moments sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, Andy says, the moment Jax and Tom sat down at the beach, Tom wanted the details. And it's one of the most painful things I've seen Oof. in a while. And we get that flashback of the beach. And oh. Sandoval is like, turns him, he goes, did you youth protection? 
And he goes, like, there's no feeling this. He goes, once. <laughs> and he goes, did you kiss her or did she kiss you? And he goes, no kissing. That's for sure. And he's like proud of it. He's like, I would never do that to you, dude. No kissing, man. None. Oh. Just, just D into the V, man. Oh. Um, and he's like, why did you want to know, Tom? He says, because I didn't believe it was true. And I needed the details. I wanted to know who initiated, how it happened, so I could piece it together in my mind. It was a way of making sure it was true. And Andy says... Uh, Jax, you drew the line at kissing. Uh, is that more intimate than the rest? And Jax is like, yeah. And Kristen's like, I agree. <laughs> of course you would agree. But also, how dark. I mean, that must have just been just. Uh, just so dark. So Thank God they didn't dark. film it. Thank God they didn't film it. Because now is the time Jax would have been desperate enough to release it. Oh, for yeah. money of some sort. Oh, my God. Um, yeah. And he goes, does it feel better that way? And Stasi goes, it makes it worse. Yeah. And Kristen's like, I have no emotion. And Andy goes, why did you sleep with Jax? And Kristen goes, I have no justification. Do I have an emotional connection with him? No. And Andy goes, who initiated? And Kristen, and I said, obviously to Jax, yeah. right? Yeah. She points it like, duh. But she goes, but I didn't push him away. Yeah. And Tom goes, what did happen? And Jax goes, I don't know. And Tom goes, at my house, I think you said she initiated it. And Kristen goes, did you say that, dying to know? And Stasi says, she said the second time she got, Stasi goes, Jax, you said the second time she got in your bed naked. And Jax goes, do you have anything you want to, uh, Jax, and sorry, Andy goes, Jax, do you have anything you want to say to him, um, uh, Lisa? Or I don't know, sorry. And Lisa goes, you should show some remorse, Jax. And Jax is like, I could say I'm sorry to Tom till I'm blue in the face. Wouldn't make a difference. Oh. You don't care about his feelings at all. And Jax goes, didn't cross my mind once. And Tom goes, Jesus, dude, I feel sorry for you, man. And Lisa's that like, that thing you he says, I feel sorry things. for you. Yeah, it's like wild. And Jax goes, at the time, I was just thinking about my feelings, which is totally true. Yeah, duh. Yeah, we were like, we know. I was thinking about me and Little Jax's feelings. Little down Jax. There. You know, Little Jax. <laughs> um, and Jax is like, I don't remember being a dick to you. You sat me down. And Annie says, Jax, you didn't watch the episode. And Tom's like, I asked why you didn't feel anything. And he goes, I'm not an emotional person. And they all go, Yeah, you are, dude. You're totally yeah, an emotional we've person. We've watched Jax. you sob your face off. I know he's always crying. Like he's always, he's emotional when it pays for him to be emotional. Exactly. And Lisa goes, You're sorry. Beg for their forgiveness. Beg. And Tom says, he doesn't get it. You can't make someone say sorry. He doesn't care. And Kristen says, you treat me like shit. You're just a big piece of shit. Yeah. And I'm no better, Jax. And Lisa goes, I don't understand that. And Andy says, <laughs> I want to talk about the punch. Why did you do that, Tom? Because Tom does punch Jax in the finale. And he's like, I never thought I would do it. But after talking to Schwartz, something clicked in me. And, and I was like, maybe he'll get it if I hit him. And we get a flashback to that. And Tom says, you never feel anything. It's nuts. 
And Tom Jett says, Jax never has to take responsibility for anything. Maybe he'll hurt. If he can't hurt emotionally, maybe he'll hurt physically. Yeah. And I like, that's a very man thing to say. Totally. Totally. Uh, and he says, did you feel your fr- friendship with Tom was a real friendship? And Jax goes, yeah, like we had a good time in the beginning. Yeah. In the and beginning. Goes, do, you, do you miss your friendship with him? He goes, I try to, yeah, it's, it's a full relationship. It's like, it is a marriage. And Jackson, I try to block it out, of course, but that was a huge chunk of my life. And this is funny when like male on male relationships and friendships, it's funny to me, like the way they communicate with each other. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So Tom goes, we used to have so much fun together when me, you and Schwartz lived together, even hitting him. I, I I didn't even do what I wanted to do. I hit him in the forehead, the hardest part of his body. Your life must have flashed before your <laughs> eyes because when you were like pinned between the couch and the table, I could have stomped on your face and knocked your teeth out and really hurt you. And Andy's I like, love Why didn't that you? part. That sounds hot. And Tom. Yeah, totally. I, yeah. That part was like crazy. Your life must have flashed before your <laughs> eyes. <laughs> yeah. it was, um, and Tom's like, I have a conscience. I wouldn't have done it if he said, I'm really, really sorry. I probably would have hugged him. And I don't know. That's the difference I feel. Yeah. And I do feel like Tom would have hugged him. I agree. Tom would have 100%. If Jack was like, man, I'm so sorry. I fucked up. I shouldn't have done it. Tom would be like, it's okay, man. Yeah. Um. So. Sorry, I've lost my place. One sec. Wait, can you hear me? Yeah. Are you having oh, aud- are you can I'm you having, hear me? I'm, I just had a second of audio problems. One sec. Test test, can you hear me? Totally. Okay, Ryan, 644. Okay. Um, okay. So uh yeah, I would have hugged him. And Andy goes, Jax, I have to ask you last time, why don't you feel bad about sleeping with your ex's best friend? Like, I like that we've now given Jax 30 chances to say Mm -hmm. that he regrets sleeping with his best friend. Like, why have we given him, why do we keep asking this question? And he's like, uh, that's why he finally is like, okay, fine. I do. I feel bad. God, God. Yeah. He goes, goes, if I dig deep, which is like, how if I dig deep, I do have a heart. I'm sorry. I did this. I'm sorry. This really happened. I really am. I hope maybe one day, five years, 10 years, we can shake hands again. Like he's so like blase about it. He's like, all right, guys, is that good enough for you? Yeah. Is that what, do you feel better now? Like, and all right. Tom's like, you don't care about anyone but yourself. And Jax goes, you're right. And Stasi's like, I mean, it's not about, you know, it's like, it's when you feel bad and get emotional. It's about how you felt. And Jax goes, I'm trying to get therapy. Why don't I feel someone? Why don't I feel <laughs> things? Tell me what's wrong with me, please. And I, that's what I'm like. You try to get therapy. You've tried to get therapy every year. Like I can walk you through how to get therapy. It's he's like, like, I'm, he's like, I'm broken. You don't understand. It's not hard to get therapy. When, Why, fix me. And he goes, uh, right. Yep. Yep. And uh, this, by the way, this is before better help was uh, invented. And, uh, Lisa's like, well, I'm happy that you're working together with a modicum of respect. Hope time will be a healer. And Andy's like, shocking powder keg that you all work together. And Stasi says, well, I don't. And it mm. makes me realize why I can't be here. And 
this is the end. And he goes, okay. Uh, Shay and Schwartz and Peter and yep. uh, Christina Kelly and Ken and Jiggy, come on out. And this is like Peter's big chance to shine because he always used to bring a cocktail out. Right. And they do a Peter Rita. But this truly was the end. And I mean, there's I mean, was there any resolution? No. And it's funny that there's like it could have easily been three parts because they had like could have covered more ground. But they're like, well, that's all we have the budget for. And uh, we'll see you guys next season. But they had all these people backstage. Like I know, like, right? Like, you know, I would have, like, they're right there. But anyways, I thought, you know, this was a fabulous, fabulous. two-part reunion. And it makes me miss, I mean, these these real these things really happened to them. This, the early seasons of Vanderpump are, I think that if anyone ever asks me, and I don't think I know, if anyone ever asks me, like, my favorite, favorite Bravo, I always say the early seasons of Vanderpump. Always. It's just it's it's something that you cannot recreate. And it really all exactly. and with, it, it, it's all to do with casting and not but but not casting, casting real friends. Yes. Casting people with relationships that are already happening. Like, you know, you see those now with like Beverly Hills or like Jersey where people audition. I always compare it to like SNL now to auditioning to get on the show is that they're auditioning. This isn't real friendships anymore. So what you're watching is a different uh, homogenized version or a different version in Entirely where they learn to become friends with each other. Mm, yeah. He was a friend group. And especially at a time period in everybody's life that you have, where you are just trying to become somebody trying to figure it all out and trying to make enough money to pay your rent. And that's why all of this is so magical. And it's also interesting then to compare it to what we're going to see in season 10 of where they are now, what they look like, how they dress. Everything is different. It's also this is like earlier years of Bravo before Bravo was such a huge, huge network. And yeah. you can't get these years back. You can't like you'll never cast someone that's this green again. People know the drill now. They know the opportunities that come with reality TV. So they come in already kind of seasoned, already yeah. kind of glowed up. Like you yeah. like you see these like virgin faces, not yet totally Botoxed and filled. You know what I mean? They're like, hey, we're just here to have fun. And yeah. they're willing to show such messes on TV because they didn't quite think through everything that was going to live forever on camera. Would you say these are potentially the best days of our lives? They are absolutely the best. Days <laughs> ever. Uh, Emily Hanks, we have uh, really, you guys, this is probably a record breaking. If you put these together, <laughs> this is the Godfather trilogy, not even a trilogy, this is a duo of episodes, but together they form one gigantic episode. And the main point, though, is anybody listening, my listeners, go listen to She Speaks Bravo, go follow Emily Hanks, go follow and support. You know, we're all on the same team here. And uh, I hope, I mean, you'll never probably come back again because you're like, this guy, long-winded. But uh, this was a blast. Did you have a good time? Are you, we've been, we spent like the day together. Yeah, I know. This, has been, this has been so fun. Four, we've lived four and a half hours. Wow, four and a half hours. I'm, okay. I'm worried you won't want to have me back. I yeah, had the best it's, it's, time. Well, I'm probably going to, I'm losing my voice tonight. Me so too. We'll, uh, <laughs> me yeah, too. well, this was, but Guinness we, Book we of World Records, this has other. to be something. So <laughs> uh, where can we find you and support your show? And I know, uh, I know a Patreon, I think is in the works, which yes. you'll put, if you follow uh, She Speaks Bravo on Instagram, you'll be able to find out all that information when it's released yeah. but on the meantime go subscribe to the pod yes. what is your pod releasing schedule these days oh god 
It's often. Uh, so I'm covering uh, Family Karma. I'm covering Salt Lake City. I'm covering Winter House. And I've got bonus episodes coming. So I'm at least, I'm doing probably every when, Tuesday, Wednesday, every Friday, Saturday, at least four times, at least three, four times a week. Yeah. Don't hold uh, me to those days, though. Yeah. No, it's but you know how that you subscribe because it'll just show up in your feed. And, exactly. You know, uh, and just get lulled to sleep uh, by Emily or drive <laughs> on a long car ride with Emily. These are why podcasts exist is to potentially entertain. So hopefully you were entertained today, you guys. And hopefully if you didn't know Emily, now you do know Emily and you can go support. Uh, and hopefully you'll come back on again when season 10 of Vanderpump Rules comes on so we can do a comparison and then contrast contrast of where are they now ryan i want you to come back on mine then i'm going to go back on yours we're just going to keep yeah, doing there, it's that. just it's going to be this wild volley volley match really? it's going to be like keith ranieri and nixium playing volleyball <laughs> on the courts <laughs> oh god i'm so into nixium right now anyways uh thank you so much for being thank here you. and i hope you guys really enjoyed this we did bye bye betches <laughs>